Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jamison Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jamison Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. journey across the land <laughs> 15 miles out to city place in creve that's it and you'll uh, you'll begin around seven yep you ready to go yeah man i, I think it. if we nail this we we touch the building turn around and just come back <laughs> somebody just do an out and back what do you say no are you in tones no just look at it as just a big stroll yeah that's yeah, easy for you to say just while you're a big in here stroll Tony and I getting to know each other over the next seven hours. Well, according to Google Maps, 5.7, well, five hours, seven minutes, 15 miles from Union Station to City Place in Creevecore. All the different municipalities have been alerted to you walking through. That is hilarious. True. That, that they have been. All true. Did anybody say any, like, did anybody show any concerns? I believe the only concern was in Olivet, where you're walking up North Price Road, which is a bit of an incline, but you're not on there long. 
From what I heard, in that area, there's a lot of construction, too. So there's times where we have to oh, be great. From We're going to get whistled at <laughs> North Price Road, which will be on for, I believe, a mile. Or nine-tenths of a mile. So, like, the municipalities were like, oh, man, they better be careful. There's the hill there. So they were, like, looking up for us. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was I, talking I, about them, like, being concerned that people would be blocking intersections. Oh, no, no, and, no, 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 no. And, and they'll be none of that. We're no. on our own in intersections. You know, U-City has been contacted. You'll be walking through the loop. Olivet. Creed Corps is welcoming us with open arms. We yeah. were contacting them so they wouldn't be worried about you guys. So, oh, yeah, so Creve Corps, they were like, oh, yeah, we know you guys are coming. Oh, that's great. And in fact, they were like, we're excited you guys are moving up here. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's so great. Welcome. To, they said, welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> hey, welcome to the neighborhood, guys. <laughs> Not there yet. <laughs> so st- take a step back and look at what we're freaking doing. A press this release has been put out, by the way. Yeah, it was. There was a press release put out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Explaining what's going on today. It, this is ridiculous. Honestly, what this has turned into. There has been a press release that says if you'd like to follow along. It says if if fans and media would like to follow along, click here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys could follow the journey along on the website, 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. I'm hoping this works as far as the GPS technology. Oh, I think it should. I don't see why not. Listen, I've never done anything like this before. So, Big River Running Company, thanks to those guys. Are- yeah, thanks, man. For sure. I guess you guys will be wearing bibs of some kind, and they'll have the GPS tracker in there, so you'll be able to track the route as they're as they're walking. That's cool. Also, thanks to Captain Jim and Captain Jim's Fireworks for helping us put this on. Captain Jim's in West Alton. So, as the uh, as the uh, as the walk begins at around 7 a.m., so in just over 45 minutes, you'll be heading north on 18th Street. Tony, the way I look at it, man, we're just we're off work in 45 minutes. <laughs> you'll make a left onto Olive. No, no. You'll be on Olive for about uh, 1.3 miles, which I guess turns into Lindell. Mm-hmm. So Olive turns into Lindell, and you'll be on Lindell for two miles. And then I guess you got to slightly turn onto King's Highway. Not, I mean, a couple feet, which takes you then back onto Lindell. You'll be on there for another two miles. Or you'll get to Skinker. Take a ride on to Skinker. Half mile, left onto Delmar. Wow, that's only a half mile. Damn. Okay. You'll be on Delmar for about three miles. And three miles and change. And then a right onto Price Road, which you'll then take to Olive. And then Olive, you're going to be on for about uh, four miles. That, I think, is going to be the toughest stretch right there. Olive? When when you're on Olive. That last Olive, the last four miles? Oh, you just mean because it's the last four miles. That last four miles, I think. I think it was Hilly or something. I think that's going to be... Not, not, I'm not going to say where we get our second wind. Or I think once you get onto Olive, and we go, 
This is it. We are the like next, our last. The street. next stop is yeah. is there. Nah, I kind of disagree with you there, and this is why. Are you going to think that it, it's going to seem like it just keeps getting yes. longer and longer? So, and that longer, first longer. of all, that's a long seeming stretch, even when you're driving it, because it is kind of boring. That particular stretch of Olive yeah. is probably the most boring yeah. stretch of all of Olive Boulevard and Street in this city. Is that last four <laughs> four miles there? I mean, the last the last mile is fine because you know there's like more business and restaurants, something to look at. You got to cross over Limburg. That's a long yeah. stretch of just uh-huh. annoyance. I think once you pass over Limburg, that's the that's the home stretch right there. Yep. That's the home stretch. So that's the last like four miles, Olive, and then boom, the city place. I the the little bit of advice that I can say, Tony, because I've done two half marathons, and that's basically what this is—only walking. It's ninety-eight percent mental, and it's exactly what those two said. Well, you got to reverse those thoughts. Oh my gosh, there's still four more miles. No, you say we're on our last freaking road. Here we go. Yeah, that's what I tried to say, and they just slammed. Well, let me right let in my me face. ask you what your main concerns are, Jeff. Your your main concern boredom. Really, that's it. Boredom in the heat. And that's not a shot at Tony. I'm just saying it's because it's going to be almost six hours. Without without the heat. Okay, so taking the heat taking out of it, I'm just, out of it. honestly, just uh, boredom and, and and worried about tones. A lot of people are concerned about your hydration, and we will have oh, a, yeah. a, a, a crew with water mm-hmm. available, water, Gatorade, electrolytes. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you're drinking. I did request okay. a, a rolling omelet station. I don't know if they, they got we that or not. We did not get Didn't that for you, that. no. Damn it. We did not get that for you. What about the bathroom, Jeff? Um, Are you concerned about that? Some, you know, somebody with somewhat. Uh, I, I, I don't really know because, like I said, I've done two of these before, and I didn't have to stop and go to the bathroom with either one of those, Although but I was also running. you were running. And it was only three hours as opposed to whatever this is going to be. So, yeah, I mean. Now, do you plan on emptying the tank yes. before you hit the road? Yeah, and we were just talking about this right before we got on the air that, you know, you're taking your your pregame number one here, and you're going, wait a minute, do I have to, do I got to sit down or not? But it's that just, it's your guts. head. That could be the bubble guts from... Uh, Mm-hmm. From from nerve. So yeah, I'm definitely going to uh, empty the tank before we go. Okay. And also, you know, honestly, uh, we gotta we gotta put a lot of sunscreen on too, because you got a ginger over there and you got a pale person over you here. You have a hat. I do. Okay. I got a, the best hat in the entire world. Oh, what's your head headgear? What I'm wearing. Okay, so just hat. Yeah. Uh, loose clothing. Uh, you got shorts on. Shorts mm-hmm. on. And I put on shorts. Yep. Like uh, I, I went with some of my shorter uh, running shorts. Oh, good. Yeah, they're not ridiculously Just, uh, so short. We but. could see a little undertush, which yeah. is good. Which yep. is, you know. All right. It's for ratings. Maybe rates. if Jeff walks in front of you. <laughs> Just, that'll be all the carrot like the carrot and stick. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Just keep them going. Uh, Patrico, your your major concerns aside from the heat, because um, there is a heat advisory. Yes, which is great. great. Uh, number one is uh, my feet, like actual physical pain and like. I, like my old man said yesterday when he was on the show, like you guys know I'm going to finish and I'm probably going to hurt myself doing it. Like I do not, say, I will not say no. Okay. Uh, number two is, uh, and he almost kind of said this himself. I'm afraid that Jeff is going to get so bored 
that he is going to not push, but like encourage me to, hey, let's pick up the pace. Hey, let's run a little bit. You here. don't need a motivator. And, that, and that's going to destroy me. <laughs> you don't need a if motivator. I, if I run, if I, like, okay, we start walking here and we're walking and we're just strolling and casually having fun. And then he goes, hey, let's pick up the pace. And I go, all right. And I pick up the pace. I'm going to be dead. Yeah. Right. You don't, you don't need Jeff to coach you. Yeah, exactly. The only thing I would open my mouth about with that kind of thing is encouragement. I would never say, come on, man, let's go faster. Yeah. Come on. No, not do at you all. Need, do you want any encouragement? I mean, I'm not going to. I don't necessarily need encouragement. But like, he doesn't I'm just want it over walk. the top. Like, no, God, no. no if no, you're no, starting no, to hurt, yeah. I'd be like, come on, man, we're good. Don't worry about it. That's yeah. all I'm going to do. Yeah. If that, if you don't want me to say that, I won't. I'm no, I mean, that that, that doesn't bother me. Jerk. It's just I, my whole thing is, is <laughs> I didn't want because I know that this is killing you that you have to walk with me because you much rather just go see it, be done in two or three hours and it'd be over. And, and I didn't want you to be like, come on, man, let's pick up the pace a little yeah, bit no. because that ain't going to happen. So, because <laughs> we'll, we'll I'm going to, I'm going to walk and I'm going to walk and that's okay. going to be it. And I told him, I said, depending on how I feel at the end, there's a possibility I may look at him and go, let's do now, this. Now, I want you guys to promise, I think strong. Moon will be on board with this too. If you guys are feeling sick and you don't think you can make it, sit down and rest stop. for five minutes. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Please stop. Like, I don't want you pushing yourself till you die. Like, that is a concern of mine. I do have a heart, yes. I do love that Seriously. we picked the hottest day of the year thus far. It was really the only Friday that worked. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is quite funny. And though. what are the odds? <laughs> Pretty good considering. Pretty good since it's June. <laughs> Pretty good since it's so June. So if we're going to have heat stroke, make sure it's not during commercials is what you're saying. Right. The good news is, I know part of the route is you know uh, you know I mean these are all sidewalks so you're not you're not on major highways. I wish we could, man. It would probably cut the route in half. But you know there'll be kind of a canopy for a lot of the way, as far Where? as as far as uh, shade. When you're walking up Lindell. Yeah, Lindell. You... Oh, you mean like trees-wise? Tre- yeah, kind of, oh, okay. you know, kind of, and, and over, you know, so that you're not directly being yeah. hit by the sun. Lindell gotcha. and Del Mar, you guys got some shade. Well, you know, um, yeah. on, well. Yeah, well, and as, know, the, as they're, they're east also, west. as they're walking up, as they're walking up Del Mar towards uh, North Price, that's all shade. Olive is going to be... Not good. That's going to be not great. It's cool. I, the cool thing about that, though, is when we hit there, it'll only be like uh, probably one o'clock. So it'll only be in the dead heat of the day. Hey, you know what? I'm going to meet you guys along the route. I'm going to walk with you. A legitimate question. Yes. And this is a guy you guys know I'm not directional. I'll I am directionally the last, challenged. Uh, the last hundred yards. Um, thanks, man. Uh, are, do we have... Directions or did we you just... not print out your maps? No, that's what no. I'm, I'm. No, I didn't, huh, I I didn't expected, tell anything. I expected the promotions team to tell us where to go. Yeah, my job is to walk. I'm just going to get there. How I get there? <laughs> if it was up I to me, it. if it was up I'll... to me, I'm walking to, to the way I want to. You get know there. generally which direction you're going, right? No, it's not. This is not hard. Wait a second. You guys couldn't get home with all. The, I mean, he, with the directions he just said, because I mean, it's as simple as it gets. You guys I mean, I can pull it up 18th, on my 18th, on my phone. Sure, no, it goes 18th, 18th to Olive. 18th to Olive. Olive, Olive turns to Lindell. Lindell to Kings Highway. Lindell, Skinker, Skinker to Delmar. Delmar to Olive. Price. Price to Olive. We're home. That's it. I'm going to wind up in Dupo. That's what's going to happen. Price, you'll have some shade. Yeah, Price, you'll have some shade. It's when you get to Olive that is 
That's where you the That's blazing the Bernie. sun. Go time. <laughs> That's where we explode. Four miles of go time. And are you gonna are you gonna walk with me too? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. Me and the kids are planning on walking for a bit. The kids? Oh yeah. You bringing the kids? They heard about this. Oh, we're not gonna walk like three miles or nothing, but yeah. We'll work up a sweat. And my plan is, I'm gonna get off the air here, do a little work upstairs. And then uh, head out to the route with you guys. So when you start walking, we get to stop, yeah, and then we get to pick up where you leave. No, so you're tagging. Uh, he's tagging. Not a realize no, what you're I'm tagging. And we're gonna go arm and arm. Uh huh. I don't want to do that. I will with you, Riz. Arm and arm up. Sweaty arm and sweaty arm. That's it. You know, skipping covers a lot of ground fairly quickly. We we are making you guys sign some waivers, by the way. So. Uh, you guys would. I'm having my lawyer review it right now. Please get out your waivers. It's it's a standard. Uh, and and if you're watching the webcams, this is real. By the way, Moon, this is real. Like this. Oh, is I know. Not, I know. I read this it is yesterday. Not, this is not goofy. This is this standard. Is uh, standard uh, boilerplate stuff here. Yeah, I read it uh, yesterday from the company. I uh, further hold uh, releases harmless from any and all actions, inactions, claims, or demands that release or that you guys. Or uh, release or's assignees, heirs, guardians, next of kin, spouse, and legal representatives now have or may have in the future for claims of libel or invasion of privacy, injury, death, or property damage related to participation in the activity. Are you, we're called really sore in this? Is that what we're called, really? <laughs> That's bogus. So I sign this. This can't turn into Burton Radio from Hubbard Radio if I die, right? No, no. That would, uh, okay, let's see what's that would not be possible with you signing this. I'm just going to mark through a few things first. Are we ready to sign tones? Uh, yeah, I signed it already. What's it, what's going to happen? Well, you're just not the not the best attitude with this. Uh, release. I mean, what do you want me to do, man? Uh, yes. that this release waiver and indemnity uh, agreement is intended to be as broad and inclusive as permitted by the laws of the state of Missouri. And that if any uh, portion hereof is invalid, it is agreed that the balance shall, notwithstanding, continue in full legal force and effect. Again, standard boilerplate stuff. Sure. Just sign it. If you would sign as a witness, Moon, that'd be great. This is from lawyers, and it says, real or fake, walk of shame. This is just hilarious. Yeah. Witnessed. Uh, release or further releases all officials and professional personnel from any claim whatsoever in account of first aid treatment or service rendered during or as a result of participating in the activities, activities being the walk. This is my favorite. Just the, this, the tweets of encouragement. Somebody took a picture of the sun rising and says, there it is, the big hot yellow ball of death. Good luck, boys. <laughs> okay. This is going to be fun, man. Come on. You sign yours? Witness yeah, by? Sign that, you jerk. All right, just making sure this is all legal, baby. Wait, he dated his 1918 instead of 2018. <laughs> That's date of birth, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Can we go now? He's being mean, man. <sighs> what do your families think about this? Uh, did you kiss your kids goodbye last night? My kids weren't even home, so the last they saw of their dad was Wednesday night. You talked to your kids uh, yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. they were. They do were, they know what's going on? Yeah, they do. My wife is not thrilled. Same. 
Yeah, well, listen. But they don't even like you, which is so confusing. Mm-hmm. Like they, my wife, my wife was is down with the idea. Like it's not the idea she doesn't like; it's that it's today. Yeah, I just uh, by chance. Yeah, today being the hottest day of the year. But listen, as I said before, if you're feeling sick, stop. I better, okay? st- I better stop then. You okay. stop, and we could either pick it up or we'll figure something out. But, of course, I expect you guys to give the full college try. Always. Any other concerns? Thoughts? Uh, no. Uh, you know what? This is kind of funny. This is based on real or fake punishments. So somebody tweeted me yesterday and was like, this by far has to be the worst real or fake punishment that you guys have ever done. And I said, absolutely not. Mm-mm. If you think about it, and I think you know... Are you you have an answer of something that that you would say? What is the worst real or fake punishment that we have ever done? This is it. You think it's this? I'm not even talking about worst. I'm talking about I, worst is the wrong word. The most crazy, the most intense. Like if you had to rank the real or fake punishments from first to last, yeah. You know what this would be your number, number one? one? That's, this is your number one. Moon? No, for me, for me, if I had to do it with my understanding of what it was to be. Eating the cockroach would have been my worst. That's number three That's for number me. That's number two for me. That's number three for me. Number two is this. What's number one? Stand up? If you think about it, okay? And again, it wouldn't concern me. It obviously didn't concern Jeff. But the dude is walking around with our initials permanently <laughs> tattooed on his body. That is true. It, I, you, you know never, what I'm saying? Like, ever, ever even think about it. I that's know. also because he refused I'm, to I'm just shave talking, his head. I'm just talking about on the surface. Like, if you look at it, that is a punishment that he permanently has. That's, the cockroach is terrifying, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> and it's over. The, the walk is 15 miles, but then it's over, and it's done. That is... For I mean, ever. just think about all we've done. I mean, we've done speedo first pitch. We've mm-hmm. done the initials tattooed. You got your nipples pierced. We did the four coats of spray tan. We had our uh, uh, chest waxed. Yep, the chest that, hair I mean, waxed. That's, that's bottom of the list. Yeah. Think? Oh, just think as... about it. It was September. It was like September thirtieth, two thousand fourteen, when the first punishment was served. Who did and it? That? Was a picture of Jeff Burton with his shirt off, with the word "loser" on his forehead. And we've come this far. <laughs> and now I'm walking. We're walking fifteen miles today. <laughs> Man, we've come a long way, haven't we? Are we moving forward or are we moving backwards? Honestly, we're moving forward. We are. But I mean, I mean, you know. If you want to say, oh, to you, what's the craziest part? Obviously, the cockroach is number one for me. But I'm just saying, if you look at it, like, the the dude permanently got our initial tattoo. Yeah. I mean, I have I've could have covered him up by now. I yeah. think it's kind of cool, I think actually. That, I think it's all right, Jeff. I yeah. think it looks good. Thank you, man. Thanks. You're welcome, Jeff. And it's, you know, it's a conversation piece when people have brought it up, which has been rare. But uh, when people ask me about the punishments, I always go, man, check that out. I got. Yeah, it's a piece of history. Two people's uh, initials. That I don't like on my arm. <laughs> and now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz Member of the Day. Let's uh, shout out the Team Riz Member of the Day brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Veronica Dunlap from Waterloo. Hey, hey Veronica. Veronica has listened to the Riz Show for over five years. She got her then boyfriend, now husband, to start listening to the podcast while she was living out of town. She loves our sarcasm and real friendship. 
And she says you can have uh, different views but still remain friends. Or at least it appears that way. <laughs> LOL. Because we're acting. <laughs> and she listens while getting ready for work. And then she commutes. Um, she commutes to work and listens to the podcast when she gets there. She says, uh, thanks for always making my day. Well, Veronica Dunlap is the Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Mattress Direct. She gets that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Your Captain Jim shirts. Jim shirts. Captain Jim's firework shirts. Uh, proud sponsor of the walk. Moon was just outside. What uh, what's the scene out there? Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. It's a full blown starting line. I mean, there's there's start flags. We got the Riz Walk clock right there. <laughs> we got a drink ticket out here. Is this valid? We do have drink tickets. <laughs> here you go. Yeah, they oh, got the leftover they got the, bibs, by the way. They got the oh, official bibs. Oh, they got spaghetti on them. They got left. It's leftover left bibs. By the way, <laughs> this does say the Macklin Mile, so we only have to go one mile, apparently. So. No, we have to walk to Macklin. <laughs> There's a leftover park. bibs from some pub crawl. <laughs> Put them on. It's a great those visual. Are your, those are your GPS chipped. I'll tell you what. It look. I mean, it looks lovely outside. It is a a perfect looking morning. The birds are chirping. The temperature is perfect. And I mean perfect right now. It's not going to last long. But for a start, at least it's not one of those sweltering, weird kind of mornings. It looks wonderful out there. We got the Riz wagon, and you got the start flags. You got the oh, yeah, the, the, the Riz clock, the Riz yeah, walk. Follow clock. us along on the social medias at R I Z Z Show. And if you can hashtag anything, hashtag Riz Walk. That's right. Yeah, we're doing. Um, we're we're going to be following along. Well, obviously we have Video Ben here and Video Joey, and they're going to be following these guys. We're going to join in, but uh, throughout the thing, we'll be throwing things up on the uh, Instagram at Riz Show with the. Uh, you know, the stories, the Instagram stories. Yeah, and you can also follow follow them on the map at 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. You guys got your GPS things? Yep. Got them in your pocket? Awesome. Beautiful. This is awesome. Beautiful. <laughs> Just thinking about... Uh, Seven hours will be done. In about uh, 17 minutes, you guys will be on the road. I'm gonna we need about old, twelve minutes to old, myself first. If you say, know what I'm saying. We've got we've got some things we got we've got some uh, some administrative work we got to take care of. All right, first. let's get to some emails first. All right, we got to do some business before you guys hit the road. Some of your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Yeah, we were talking about the deer population, the overpopulation in Eureka Wildwood area, and what to do about that. Yeah, I know there's an alderman uh, up there in Eureka that. Uh, Wants to address the deer problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it, it's dangerous, not only for the deer, but, I mean, a lot of these deer are darting in front of cars. Right. That's dangerous for everybody. Uh, Team Riz member Alex here saying, obviously, uh, hunting in neighborhoods obviously isn't ideal, nor does he cond- uh, condemn it. 
Hunting is the most cost-effective, economical, and ecologically efficient way of fixing the deer problem. Typically, when animals are malnourished and dying frequently in populated areas, that means they're overpopulated. And he goes on talking about how uh, hunting the animals to a lot of people sounds unnecessarily gruesome. In his opinion, so do deaths of individuals and families by car accidents. Yeah, what's more gruesome? People dying, these animals starving... I mean, I've seen some of these deer. I mean, you could see ribs. I mean, they, they're gaunt. Yeah, and one of the problems with the and one of the reasons why there's overpopulations, and, and Al, I agree with Alex here, is they don't have any predators out there. If you think about it, there's packs of coyotes. You know, it's a predator, my my Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's a there's one or two bear in the area. Those can be predators, but uh, you know, the coyotes can only do so much. Obviously, they're not doing enough, and that's why there's a problem. Yeah. So that's team member Alex. Thanks, dude. Next. Scotch. Anybody know a good scotch place in town here? Uh, like Brent. a scotch bar? Yeah. I know Brennan's has has a really nice basement area that uh, I believe it's all scotch down there. At least used to be. It's been years since I've been there. But he recently turned 21. He had a friend who recently passed away who that friend <clears throat> was going to buy him his first legal drink and he wanted his first legal drink to be a nice scotch. Oh. That person's no longer around, so he's looking for advice from us. Why don't you go buy a bottle? I go buy a nice bottle. I think it's the, I turned 21 and I want to go out and sit down at a place and have a nice glass of scotch. That's what I'm thinking. But I, I agree with you. You go to a, a nice liquor store. Go to a liquor store. You can get whatever you want. Randall's or, or Total Wine, they got some great, you know, it's got a great, I mean, go to Schnucks. Yeah. Schnucks has a great selection of, of liquor. They Their do. liquor selection is by far probably one of my favorites when it comes to non-liquor stores. Like, oh yeah. If you're just stopping by somewhere. You know, I got people coming in from out of town and, uh, you know, we go to the grocery store. That's what I, I, usually we go to the Arch, we go to Budweiser Brewery and, you know, Schnucks. Right. Those are the three, you know, main things we do. You drive by my house and say that's where Jeff lives. No. No. (laughs) Just as a precautionary tale, don't go there. And people are astonished with how much liquor there is inside our grocery stores. (laughs) You know, in the New York and New Jersey area, you can't have... Liquor inside grocery stores. All you can have is beer, right? All you can have is beer. Really? But it's got to, and it's warm oh, yeah, beer, right. right? Live here for a little while, you'll be okay. I think in Jersey <clears throat> you can even have beer. Yeah, but like in those in those certain areas, it's warm beer, right? Like it can't yeah. be like it, they don't want it, so you can walk out of the store, pop it open, and start mm-hmm. drinking it. Like, whoa, man, you guys sell liquor in your gro- in your grocery stores? Crazy. Yeah, that's uh, Missouri for you. Yeah. Party. That's Missouri. <laughs> Yeah, listen, I'm not sure of any any specific scotch bars. Any, like, nice, usually like, like a wine, not wine, like a cigar scotch place. Mm-hmm. And Brennan's is, Brennan's is that place in the Central West End. It's a really nice old I've school place. You like the scotch, you like the whiskey, that sort of stuff. Yeah, there's a couple whiskey bars down there. They, I'm sure I mean, you can get some good scotch. I mean, they have ping pong. They've got, you know, like ping pong leagues and stuff like that and pool. It's a pretty cool place. It's been a while, though. Next. Uh, this is Kyle saying, Patrico, Jeff, good luck. And I admire Patrico's mindset, really an inspiration to us all, young and thin or flabby and tooting. I'd like this one on, talking about the playlist. Uh, he wants uh, I Walk 500 Miles by the Proclaimers to be on the playlist. Well, that- uh, Patrico yesterday opened up a Spotify playlist so people could 
suggest songs, actually throw songs into the playlist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, you, you everybody open up has a public playlist. Yeah, it's still open today. So I mean, everybody can go and uh, we'll tweet out the link again, and uh, they have open access as long as you have Spotify. You can add songs to it. And, and people put how many songs in there? Right now, there's 531 songs. Ooh, wow. and, I can, and I just to, just to show how people jumped on this, I have contributed a song. How many I, did you put in? Four. You know how many? I did zero. <laughs> Thanks, man. And it's funny, he gives me trouble and says, uh, unless Jeff's old ass already has 500 miles on his playlist, and that's the Proclaimers. I My old ass actually interviewed the Proclaimers years ago. I love this song. When they were a baby band. Right. Before they even proclaimed anything. <laughs> Just to be the man who walks a thousand miles to fall down. You want to go a little random on the playlist here? Tell on me. the Riz Show Walk playlist. Hey man, we got 10 minutes here. You want me to hit, sh- you want me to hit shift I need or shuffle seven and see what happens? To myself. Yeah, sure. All right. We're just going to hit shuffle once and see what happens. Some 41, okay. Yeah, that's good. I like yeah, that There's some one. good tunes on there. Where's the walking reference? What, what's that song called? It's not It's not all It's not, It's not. not all just walking. It's all, ooh, Fantastic Voyage. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good one. That's a jam. So it didn't all have to have walk or whatever. No, it's just no, good songs to walk to. Okay. Yeah, well, no. Tell I mean, me. it could be, it could be some real way. ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Tell just me Rachel Platten's like, in there. Oh, that's in there. And like Miley Cyrus, The Climb is on there. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. Dominic the Donkey's on there about 27 times. Real and Coldplay, that's what really gets me Yeah, it's like real energy up there. <laughs> this is my fight song. You better start with this one. See you guys! Next. Uh, Mark agrees that uh, we are getting dumber as a society, which we talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a school teacher, 22 years now. Oh, and- no, that, by the way, that's science. Like, IQs have gone down over, over this past generation. And I can relate to a couple of things that he says in this email. Teacher for 22 years now, and he says, back in the day, everybody cared about perfect attendance. I'm sure, Moon, you were held to perfect attendance as much as you could with teachers in your house, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Kids wanted it. Now parents and kids could care less about perfect attendance. Kids are missing more and more for traveling sports teams, for vacations, and other reasons. Also, and this I've seen this many times, parents are making more and more excuses for their kids to miss school. And this dude's got a great story. One of his favorites was he got a note from a parent that asked if their kid, his student, could be excused for the day's testing because they went to Walmart the night before. Get the f*** out of here. That's ridiculous. They went to Walmart the night before? Little Timmy's coming in at 10 because Walmart had a sale like you wouldn't believe. Can you imagine that? Well, the school would have to say this is a... a uh, unexcused absence. Unexcused absence. Yeah, like you're not sick, and I'm sure that that's what happens. But I think as a teacher, he's just like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe parents do this. You know that sort of thing. And he would like you, Riz, to start a Riz Show school so that we can pound back into the parents and the kids stay in school. That would well. First of all, Jeff wouldn't be allowed near it. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> be a college so that's jeff eliminated and have to be a middle be a school college. <laughs> be a trade school <laughs> i'm not teaching no kids all of jeff's lessons are taught while he is somewhere else via a giant screen <laughs> kids are the worst yeah i'm just in the room on a monitor <laughs> 
All right, one more, Jeff. This, I think, is even more of a startling thing. Uh, this is from Mark. He says he works in cube farm, so he's in a, in a big old room with you know a bunch of uh, cubicles, and a lot of the coworkers take their phone calls on speakerphone. Oh, God. Ooh, get out of here. Can I get a res ban on speakerphones in the workplace? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. You're fired. Yeah. Oh, the worst. I mean, I don't live in that world, so I can't imagine how bad that is, but walking around in a store or whatever, and somebody's on... Got their cell phone out and they're on speakerphone talking. Uh, oh, I cannot stand that. If you work that. in cubes and somebody next to you is on the speakerphone, yes! <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Bring your walkie-talkie to work. That's absurd. <laughs> you're fired. And in you case know? your ears are, f- get the f- out. Yeah, you're obviously a monster and a very selfish human being. Absolutely. The worst speakerphone incident I've ever been involved in. Remember this? Oh, yeah. I remember this. This was a couple years ago. Uh, Me and a uh, former salesman who worked for The Point. Uh, Actually, no, I was with a saleswoman. Correct. You were on the phone with the former sales guy. I was with a saleswoman. And I was talking to the sales guy on a speakerphone, and she said, shh, pretend I'm not here. I said, okay. So I was talking to the sales guy, and I said, hey, you know, Mary had sent me an email, and, uh, you know, what, what do you think about it? And he said, oh, Mary, great body, but the face, oof. Oh, man. And guess who's over my shoulder? Mary. Oh, boy. I believe the exact quote was, great body, face, not so much. Ah. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> ah. Yikes. That's the last time I ever used speakerphone. <laughs> that was the worst. That was a human resources uh, incident. Now there were there were meetings about that one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was I got called down to the office on that one. Yikes! I asked Jeff for advice. Yep. <laughs> you do deny, deny, deny. All right. So listen, guys. Um, why don't you go do what you got to do? Okay. Make your empty final, out. Make Here, your final preparations. Moon, before for, I roll out, how about you do traffic and weather just to see you, if, if you know Well, I'm going to play a song on. here. Make your final preparations. Okay. You know, let's go. No, let's go to, let's take a commercial break. We'll take a commercial break. Moon, you do uh, the traffic and weather here. And then you guys do what you got to do. And then we'll, we'll talk to you out on the. Uh, on the dusty trail? Well, out of, out of the start line, okay? All right, the walk. Happy birthday, Riz. You're listening to The Riz Show. Thank you, kids. Welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Joined in studio by Donnie Fandango. I feel a little guilty for being so excited. Why? Don't feel guilty. These guys are being punished. Well, I under, I, I definitely understand it, but I just still feel so bad. And then once that like heat advisory came out earlier this yeah. week, I was like, oh, man, kick them while they're down. Well, the, uh, the guys are about to begin their journey. Let's go to the start line. You guys hear me out there? 
Oh, oh we, we hear you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's uh, Jeff. That's uh, Tony. That's Moon out there. Actually, I'm currently the only one, or myself and well, Moon are the only ones yeah. at the starting line. Jeff's in his car. <laughs> Is he really? He had to go get his sunglasses. He's on his way back. He was a little delayed because he had a uh, business meeting, if you get what I'm saying. All right, oh. so you're about to. Disease, Tony. You're about <laughs> to embark on a great journey, a walk yeah. across the land to the Hubbard Building, City Place in Creve Court, right there on Olive. Now, did you hear the, uh, the route before we're talking about it, Donnie? I did not. No, no, no. So the boys are going to walk up 18th Street. They're going to walk on to Lindell. Okay. Which will then, uh, or is it Olive then turns into Lindell. They're going to go up to Skinker, make a right on Skinker, walk up to Delmar, walk Delmar through the loop. They're going to make a right on to North Price. That'll take them to Olive and walk uh, about uh, four miles on Olive. That's it, the home stretch. It just sounds so far. So far. And, but you can track them with their bibs, though, right? Yes. 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. You could see maybe they're walking, uh, maybe walking through your neighborhood. Yeah. Maybe walking by where you're working today. Get down there and say hey. Encourage the boys. Absolutely. They're going to need it. Guys, final thoughts before you start. Well, first of all, there's a couple things going on out here. One, it smells like uh, like suntan uh, spray. Yeah, because I just had to listen. I'm a redhead with like. <laughs> I know. Skin, I'm happy. No, listen. I'm happy to hear that. And secondly, <laughs> it is pretty nice out here. The clock has 7:09 and 55 seconds. We got a small group going on. And I will tell you the truth. I thought Jeff ran away when he was in his car. You <laughs> <laughs> thought he made a run for it? I thought he took off. I really was like, I expected this later in the race. Of all people, you think Jeff would be the one to run? Yeah. I've been looking for exit routes this well, entire he, time I've been out here. He did say run, Tony. Yeah, that's yeah there's going to be nothing running about Tony today. I honestly, this morning when I woke up, I was like, how easily can I tear my ACL so I can get out of this? <laughs> Praying for the massive ACL I, I injury. I told the guys before, Donnie, that if they're feeling sick, just stop. Yeah, man, you can't, especially because this is like stupid St. Louis heat of the heat, Although man. Although they did sign waivers, so I am <laughs> legally I'm legally okay here. Yeah, so is the company. I signed Ron Mexico. Burton's got, one, Burton's got one of these like safari sort of bucket hats on, which is, uh, you know, I mean, he definitely has the runner vibe. He's, he's doing something with his watch right now, like he's about to take off. And Tony, I'm sorry to say, you are nervously pacing. You're doing. Uh, dude, of course I am. He's going think, back and forth listen, like he's, he's holding a baby. Listen, he's sitting here going, all right, man, I'm getting my workout in for today. I don't have to do nothing. This is going to be great. I'm sitting here going, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, man, have some more confidence. You look good. Listen, man, I'm, I'm going to do my thing. I'm listen, doing the thing is, while I do this the thing. This is you down over 90 pounds. Yeah, man. Think about it. Now you, yep. could, now you could put that 13.1 sticker on your car. I can. You I can. might get it tattooed. <laughs> hey, you by can. the way, just to, just to paint the picture, and if you guys are looking for these guys and you're not using the tracker, they're wearing uh, bright red shirts from Captain Jim's, and uh, they've already blown the sleeves off of them. There's not a single sleeve uh, in this hashtag Riz Walk. Just, that's sleeves just for optional. Yeah, that's a good call. Sleeves are optional. <laughs> just say it, just say it Jeff. Walk. Look for the number 10 walking down the street. That's All right, so hey, big <laughs> thanks to uh, Big River Running Company for, for helping us out, hooking this up for us, GPS tracking the guys. That great start line over there. Uh, also, Captain good. Jim's and uh, Captain Jim's Fireworks in West Alton for being the sponsor. Thank you, Captain Jim. So are you guys ready to do this? I mean, Wait, no, but this? sure. <laughs> now, before I hit the starting pistol. We're doing which, that inside. Which don't be confused with other gunfire outside, okay? <laughs> Let me give a speech, okay? I'm going to give my little speech, little it, motivational speech. Inspirational speech, I got it. 
I entitled this The Walk. Before you are two men who are about to embark on a great adventure, a great journey across the land. It will be hot. Their legs will get tired. They will want to quit. But no, these two warriors aren't quitters. Plus, if they quit, they know they will be endlessly mocked. On May 14th, 1802, a man named Lewis and a man named Clark started walking west from St. Louis into the unknown. Today, Tony Patrico and Jeff Burton, you walk in their footsteps. One day, our great-grandchildren will tell the story of Tony and Jeff and how on June 15th, 2018, they too left St. Louis and walked west but didn't go as far as Lewis and Clark. And when I think of great walkers throughout history, I think of uh, Jimmy Walker and Paul Walker and Johnny Walker, of course, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Of course. And you could add Tony and Jeff to that great list. Add them when they crossed that finish line at the Hubbard Building on Olive and Creve Corps. As President Thomas Whitmore, the fake president from Independence Day, so famously said, mankind... That word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today we celebrate our Independence Day. And if we all remember the movie Miracle on Ice, Coach Herb Brooks said, great moments are born from great opportunity. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets are. This is your time. <laughs> now go out there and take it. And with these words, I send you on your way. Good luck and Godspeed. Let your journey begin now. See you at the finish line. That's me. Here we go. Gun. Wow. Go. <laughs> Thank you, guys. How can you not be ready after that? Well, thank you, because after that speech, the heat advisory is now in full effect. <laughs> yeah, it's now five degrees hotter than when you started. All right, guys, start walking. <laughs> we're passing on the mics. See you guys later. All right, guys. All right, Moon, they're walking. There they go. They're walking. Patrico is in the lead, and now he's not, and he won't be again. Uh, they made their right. They're heading towards 18th Street. The clock has officially started at 714, and I'd say about 40 seconds. So uh, Well, let me we know when they... What, let me know when they make the left on 18th. They Don't make a right on 18th. They're going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that. All right, they're about to the uh, to the little post office uh, uh, drop off here, and they're about five seconds. Oh, there's a line bike, and they're about to take the bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, there they jumping go. on the bike. All right, there now they're making they their left, slowly but surely fading out of visual here. Wow. Donnie, what, what are you thinking here? I, I, I just, it, again, it keeps popping into my head that this is the worst punishment that you guys have ever done. And then I think about it, and there's been some pretty terrible punishments before, but this is absolutely the worst. And then, I mean, and just to be truthful here, man, and, and I'm not trying to be a drag, I legitimately, I worry about the dudes a bit, man. I mean, that's, that is... The, you, I mean, we know the St. Louis heat is no lie. We've tried to take every safety precaution yeah. with... With having promotions, follow them with with water and and the key is the guys know how hard that they can push themselves and I, I get that but you know man like I worry they're my buddies yeah, yeah, <laughs> you also, know what I mean also in the back of their heads they want to look good in front of their buddies they don't want to quit oh yeah because dude if you do 
oh, the wrath. You're not going to hear it from me. You'll hear it from the racial. Oh, yeah. You, they don't have to hear it from you. You know what I mean? So, so, But it's going to be interesting to me now, as competitive as these guys are as well, is how much they push themselves to get it done, there to are, get it knocked out. There are a couple key moments here during the walk that I'm curious, uh, curious is what, what's going to happen. Uh, when they get to the Red Shandy's funeral. Oh, boy. Over at the... Uh, over at the Basilica over there, because they'll be walking right through that. Right. Uh, also, when they get to Del Mar, what the reaction is going to be in the loop when they're over there. Absolutely. So, well, I know there's a lot of people, too, that work over in Olive near the new building that are excited to to step out and to, to cheer the on the guys, guys. And, all, uh, and all that kind of stuff, which I think is awesome as well. And we will uh, check in with them uh, throughout their walk. As long as we're on the air, maybe when when you take the airwaves at ten o'clock. Yeah, man, is it, dude. Is as far as my show goes today, it is whatever you guys needed for in 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 finishing this walk. I can't wait to hear this happen. All right, so they're off. The guys are on their way. Follow them on their journey. One hundred five seven the point dot com slash the walk, and they are GPSed. And uh, can we see where they're at right now? Let me refresh my page. Yeah, I wonder I think, if they're up to. Uh, I think it stays pretty, pretty live, pretty accurate, right up to there. Lindell right now. Oh, you think they're? Do you think they're already going to be the Olive? They had a good pace. It looks like Patrico is ahead of Jeff right now. <laughs> he, it seems like the dude's attitudes have been pretty good about this. Yes, uh, all things considered, is that is that true? I mean, it seems like that that they could have been a lot more sour than than they than they have been. Yeah, I would say it was pretty pretty encouraging to hear. I mean, even behind the scenes, you know, there there was the fair share of complaining on air and, and off air. I will say, right. There was a lot of. Uh, there was their fair share of uh, uh, gnashing of the teeth. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. The, the the fair share of complaining really stemmed from people saying like, "Oh, this isn't that big a deal," and then them reacting, going oh. like, "Are you kidding, man? Are oh, you this kidding? is a huge deal. Oh, it's a huge deal. A heat advisory for a guy who's uh, just had surgery within the last two months, who's lost ninety pounds in two months, or maybe less than that, who's obviously taking in less calories because he's not. And by the way, man, with Crohn's disease. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and then a guy with, with Crohn's that's used to running who has to now walk in the heat advisor. If anything, this is inspirational. This is inspirational right here today. I love it. I wish there were t-shirts. I feel like there could have been a t-shirt opportunity here. Yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> we, I'm glad we got this all together. <laughs> and a big thanks to our promotions department and engineering for helping us out with this. You guys are awesome. The best. All right, while the uh, while the boys are walking, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. All right, let's get with some of this local stuff here. Uh, police in Chesterfield are looking for a missing suicidal teenager. This is serious. Seventeen-year-old Haran Kumar suffers from depression, and police say he is suicidal. Last seen yesterday around 1:20 in the afternoon, getting into his car at his family house. That's on uh, Calopy Place. Car is a silver Toyota Avalon. He was wearing uh, black or gray shorts and a tie-dye shirt. Five foot six, 110 pounds with uh, short black hair. Known to hang out in parks, wooded and secluded areas. If you have any information on his whereabouts, please contact the Chesterfield Police Department. Speaking of Chesterfield, cops are looking for the guy who robbed a first bank branch up there. Around 345 yesterday afternoon, Guy walks into the bank on uh, Woods Mill and Olive, hands over a note demanding money. He then leaves with an undisclosed amount of cash. 
If you have any info, the cops would like to speak to you too. Don't they throw the dye packs in those things? I thought so, or that was, I, I saw that in an episode of Bob's Burgers, but I didn't know if they still anybody, did that does anymore. Did anybody really get away with robbing a bank at that, this point? I was thinking that as you were reading that story. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you want to publicize it, but I think statistically speaking, it's actually not a great number. Really? That get caught? There are cameras everywhere. I know. I, I think there's I, a clear shot of this guy. I know. I, I I was on a podcast or something where I heard it, and then I read some sort of article where it talked about people that see. I don't even want to say this necessarily, but they were saying that people that just do it once, it's a, it's 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 a percentage of success that is frightening. Wow, really? But the majority of people that are doing that are are you know career guys or wannabe career guys or they get away with it once and they go that was easy and i'm gonna do it again and then they do it and they get caught you know i always wonder why guys rob like a subway restaurant you go how much cash you really right get yeah yeah i i would be the worst it's a risk reward thing yeah i would be the worst criminal ever i stole a pack of raisinets from the walgreens across the street from my house when i was like nine and i got halfway across the parking lot and took them back did you that is did a true story yeah absolutely so right yeah. there's an honest man right here a woman is looking at federal charges for allegedly making child porn at a house in De Pere. Kayla Christine Bridges accused of producing child porn at her house on uh, Bop Road with William Hopmeyer. Is it Bop or Bope? I, I think don't it's know. Bop. Yeah. Is it B-O-P-P? Yeah. That was the house that was raided back in January. If you remember that story. And prosecutors say that this Kayla chick helped persuade underage girls to go to the house. Also accused of recording William and the girls engaging in sex acts. Have you heard of the uh, fortune teller bar on Cherokee Street? I have, as a matter of fact. I heard the story last night, too. This is nuts. Yeah. There was a little incident over there on uh, Tuesday. 46-year-old Michael Mooney was arrested for allegedly using a sledgehammer to cause property damage and kidnapping. And the kidnapping comes in where uh, because Michael hijacked an Ameren, Missouri vehicle with an employee inside. Eventually, he jumped off the Ameren truck and then approached an employee at this fortune teller bar who was outside setting up patio tables before the bar opened at four. He was waving a sledgehammer. Employee goes, no, nope, I'm having none of this. Yeah. Runs inside, and this guy breaks the front window and the door of the place. Cops don't even know why he did it. The chances of drugs being involved, I'm going to go ahead and pretty put good. it. pretty good. I would say 98%. Pretty yeah. High. yeah. And the cops are called, and he was taken into custody. Not sure what's going on here either. 29-year-old guy from Bloomsdale, Missouri, arrested on Wednesday night for causing causing a ruckus at a Mercy Jefferson County Hospital. First, he was spotted driving like a douche on 55. Eventually, he blows out his tires. He then rolls over to the, to the hospital, does donuts in the parking lot, and then throws a brick through the window. He then walks into the hospital, causes damage before he was finally arrested. Again, no reason given. The spokesperson for Mercy said the damage was minor. Interesting story out of Webster Groves. Chickens were found beaten to death at a place called Rolling Ridge Nursery. And this place has been around since the 1800s. This is an old-timey place. And the man in charge found two chickens beat to death. And this is just days after an employee found dirty underwear and human caca Scattered in the nursery's tree section. <laughs> they think the two are related. <laughs> they think the two instances are related. Yikes. And days before that, 
another one of the nursery's chickens went missing. If you have any info, please call the Webster Groves Police Department. Feels like there's a joke in here, but I'm just not quick enough to come up with it, I think. (laughs) (laughs) The boys have just hit Olive. Oh, they're on Olive now. Yep. GPS has them right at 18th and Olive, so I think they just made the turn. How cool is that, though? That you yeah, can follow them like that. That is amazing. <laughs> and the aerial, we can see where they have shade and where they don't. Now, remember, they're going east-west here. There's no north-south where, you know, when the uh, the uh, the sun gets to a certain point, you're going to mm-hmm. have shade on one of the sides of the road. Nah, nah. This walk is not going to be shady until one point, pretty much. I think when they go up, when they go up, well, when they're by Forest Park, uh-huh. that'll be shady. Um, uh-huh, when they're when they're yeah you're when right. they cross okay. over King's Highway, yeah. But there's not too much tree cover there. There's those big giant ass houses on the right, and then the park on the left. It's well, not it completely tree lined. Depends on what side of the park, what side of the street they walk on. Yeah, this is a, it's pretty shady going up Skinker too. Shady in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one liner we've been looking for. <laughs> Olive is where I get worried when they hit Olive. The second olive. The second olive, where they have to walk the four miles. Yeah, the boulevard. The boulevard shows worried. shows no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, locally, this is super sad. Just before 11 a.m. on Wednesday morning, 32-year-old L'Oreal Good was found shot in the parking lot at the Family Dollar on West Florissant. That's in Jennings. She was pronounced dead at the scene. And according to police, 42-year-old uh, Brian Clay shot her in the head with a 38, took her cell phone, bank card, took a car after she refused to drive him to a pawn shop. She also refused to give Brian the 36 bucks so he could get his TV out of the pawn shop. Killed her for 36 bucks. And Brian was a L'Oreal's boyfriend. And to make it even worse, if it could be, her 14-year-old daughter saw the entire thing. Oh, man. Says Brian got taken into custody. He's been charged with first-degree murder, armed criminal action, and unlawful possession of a firearm. That's yeah, a very sad story. This has been a bad week for those kinds of stories as well. Yeah. You know, with the with the other woman who had got carjacked in, in North County as well, and just a shame. Yeah. Uh, anything, uh, anything for Father's Day for the uh, Fandango household? Uh, you know, I've been given the... Uh, <laughs> I've been given the license to do what I want, and you know what I think I'm going to do? Nothing. I think I'm gonna, I, no, I think I'm going to go see Fogarty and ZZ Top on Sunday night. Hey, oh, nice. ain't nothing wrong with that. I think that sounds like a really great time, and I love Fogarty. You so go I, by yourself? I don't know. <laughs> I, I was going to ask my dad, but my dad doesn't like crowds a lot, so it might just be me and my bro. But I, I'm not opposed to the going to the show by Your myself. Your dad doesn't like crowds either? No, he like hates them. And is with having this job throughout the course of the years, I mean, I could have taken him to see... Virtually anybody yeah. kind of that he wants, and he just he he doesn't like it. But I'm hoping that I can change his mind for this. Well, I'm moment. asking you this question: Is yeah. Father's Day just as important as Mother's Day? I, in my household, man, I gotta say, and and I, well, not just saying this because I know Mary's listening today, but I get lots of I mean, I get lots of love every day anyway. But I, Father's Day is a big deal in my house. I think it's just as big as Mother's Day, and we make a big deal you for Mom's so? Day too. Yeah, I don't think it is because most dads don't care. As, yeah, we kind of had this discussion yesterday. Yeah, most dads. I mean, think about the. I really guarantee you, there's less money spent. So the advertising dollars that are spent on it for the cards, the flowers, the 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 whatever. I just don't. I don't. I don't see it being comparable. 
I think you're probably right. I guess I just mean like sort of in my household. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, which is right. awesome to hear. Yeah. Only 5% of people said Father's Day is more important. I don't think it's more important. And also, too, like if, if the kids forgot Father's Day, I'd be like, oh, wow. Well, that's kind of a bummer. But I think if the kids forgot Mother's Day, ooh. But I mean, here's the thing. That 5%, yeah. by the way, they all hate their mothers. 5% of people said Father's Day is more important compared to 27% who said Mother's Day is, but almost two-thirds say they're equally important, which is nice. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Appreciate that. That's kind of a surprise. Another survey asked dads what they'd like to get for Father's Day this year. So if you still haven't bought anything, here's some... Besides the piano tie? Here's some inspiration. <laughs> the top 10 gifts that dads want. A nice dinner out. I'll take that. Yep. I'll take a nice dinner out. A nice bottle of booze. Dads want a watch. A vacation. Oh, yeah. Clothes. A smart speaker. A steak dinner at home. I'm into that. That's what we're doing. Tickets to a sporting event. Yep. Yeah. Beer and expensive coffee. If none of those for you, maybe uh, from the top thirty, just some some random ones here. Aftershave. What dad wants aftershave? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that I bought that before for my dad. <laughs> I know I have too. Yeah, oh, back you know, in the day for sure. You know why? Man. Because they oh, they've used the same thing for forty five years, fifty something years, or whatever, and it's one of those that you know you're not going to get wrong. Yes, and you start going. What the hell does my dad no, want? No, you know what that is. That's I'm I'm I'm, I'm late on something and lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I don't know what to do. Yeah, but of course, but then and it's last minute. Lazy last minute aftershave or well in advance when you think about what does my dad want. The first answer is nothing. Right. If you ask him, he's gonna say nothing, and then you start thinking about what consumable am I not gonna miss with. And it's aftershave. I, I agree with you, man. And my dad, like, dude, he he used those old, little old spice bottles that yeah, were like, like white, shaker. white. Yes, yes, yes the man. shaker one with, yes. with, with the little gray cap. Yes, that's and exactly I, what I bought I, too. I think there might have been two per pack or something, man. Yeah. And that was like, a, dude, that was a that was a home run every time. But my dad, like, Big Don just didn't care. It was like, a metal cap too, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But my dad didn't care, man. Like it, it like little you could spice, tell. Huh? Yeah, oh, 100%, I, he, man. He probably still uses the exact same bottles. <laughs> I know my dad. Well, at least the same like smell of Old Spice, 100%. Right. Uh, so aftershave, I guess. Pizza oven, photography accessories, socks. I'll take socks. I'll take socks. Yeah. A home brewing kit? Nope. Nah. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> a video game, headphones, a fitness tracker, a power tool, moisturizer, a family portrait. Wow. <laughs> Slippers and a nice pen. But even though dads want those things, it doesn't mean they expect to get them. Because the average dad only expects each kid to spend 27 bucks on them this year. <laughs> I'd be rich. So if you go with a big ticket item, it's it's fine to make it maybe a chip-in gift from the whole family. You know what I just thought about my my almost eighteen year old. I bet you he has no idea that Father's Day's on Sunday, and I bet you that he'll realize it probably tomorrow night about eleven o'clock. Yeah, I guess he's getting aftershave, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll be getting the old spice this yeah, year. I guess he's getting some aftershave. <laughs> These last few minutes just made me think about that for the first time. That I bet you my teenagers don't yeah, have no, no idea, nothing no. going on Sunday. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're eighteen. They're teenagers. Oh man, I, it doesn't. It it does not phase me like at all. And I think that I will be. 
again when the last minute, oh man, I got to do something happens. I think it's going to be funny to watch. Uh, yeah, I know what I'm going to get for my kids. Cool, homemade card. All right. Hey, that's all right, uh, man. All right. <laughs> I think I'm getting some records. Or at least I'm going to have the ability to go and buy some records, which I appreciate. Dad, I know you love unicorns, so here I drew a unicorn. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to guess you, do you not keep the cards from the kids? Is that something that you do? Ah. I keep them. I think I have almost all the birthday cards, all the Father's Day cards that I've gotten from my kids over my life. I don't know. Maybe my wife stashes them yeah. somewhere. She may. Yeah, I and I've never I've never went back to look at him, but I I always I always keep him because I feel bad throwing him away. Like I feel really bad throwing well, you know, him away. Each oh. each kid has their uh, their own little box to put their art supplies in. Yeah, and like old art projects. So maybe maybe it's in there. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, my wife kind of takes him and. <laughs> It's bad to throw them out in front of them, right? Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely not a good not a good call. The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back to the Riz Show. Moon's here. Donnie Fandango's here. Yup. Jeff and Patrico are here. Well, they're not here physically. They're on the road. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Hey. Yep. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? All right. So where are you right now? They're uh, they're on their way. On their way to Olive, Olive, and, uh, and, Olive and Jefferson. We're at the world famous Sam Light Loans. Sam Light Loans. So what do you? Yep. H- how far in are you? About a mile. One mile. One mile down. Guys, fourteen more to go. That's yeah. it. I can see the finish line. No, I can't. <laughs> just letting you guys know, just looking at our social medias, um, there are people like sniping you, taking pictures from building rooftops and driving by. We're both spinning around in a circle right now, waving. Has there been encouragement out there? Yeah, oh. man. We, we've had so many people driving by, stopping and coming up and saying hello. We've already seen several signs yeah. that people have made. People have, uh, have come down. Team Riz member uh, Christina yep. uh, and her kids are down here, and they've made several signs. There's lots of signs, a lot of guys helping I would us out. Like, yeah, I would man. like to apologize to the city of St. Louis because every time we walk past a construction site, things halt and everyone starts <laughs> oh, that's clapping. Amazing. So, that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So you could follow the guys on their journey, 1057thepoint.com slash the walk and uh, their GPS so you can see exactly where they are which is amazing it's, and we're there technology wise Donnie this is absolutely the coolest thing ever alright guys keep going okay we'll talk to you in a little while alright sounds good see you guys good luck well they sound chipper they sure do man this is this is really great they sound great it's amazing the whole idea of this though is really fantastic you know they, they misjudged some boobs. Yeah. So now they're walking yes. 15 miles. <laughs> yeah. When you break it down, that's right? really that's really what it is. You know, we put out a press release saying uh, that you know they were doing this. I mean, we sent this to all the, you know, the TV stations, the newspaper. Right. And there was no charity angle or anything. It's just these guys didn't guess real or fake. Right. On breasts, and this is what they're doing. Huh. Didn't get picked up all nope. over the place. No, nope. surprise. <laughs> Shocker. Hey, enjoy your roller coasters this weekend. Uh, two people fell 34 feet from a coaster after a ride derailed in Daytona Beach, Florida. Nice. This is around 8.30 last night at the boardwalk 
in Daytona Beach. Ten riders were rescued from the coaster. Six of them transported to a local hospital. And I'm not sure about the extent of their injuries, but uh, sources are saying that at least two people are on trauma alert. Oh, boy. And they're not sure yet what caused the ride to malfunction, but there are pictures of this thing. I mean, literally upside down. Man, I don't even, you, you know, when you go to a, an amusement park, you feel a little bit better about the safety of things because, you know, of how it's regulated. But I always wonder about some of these, like, peripheral sort of companies that have those big rides. I'm not getting on them. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think, like, a, you know, Six Flags is a safe. As safe you know, as it can be. As safe yeah. as it can be. Yeah. Although, in the back of your head, you know, you hear about these accidents. Remember that old kid about two years ago got killed at that water park in, oh, in it, Kansas City? Oh, that's yeah, that's right. And that was particularly gruesome. Gruesome. Yeah, that one was bad. Yeah, the owner of that place wound up uh, being charged with some pretty hefty stuff. There was quite a few people from that uh, from that management there that that uh, I mean could Are serve j- jail time. Yeah. Yeah, it was the world's biggest water slide. Yeah. And as they were testing it out, so you'd go on this raft down this, I mean, giant, giant slide. And during the, some of the test runs, the raft would fly off the track, and they had to put a catch net in. That should tell you something. Yeah. And they were kind of trying to rush it, apparently, yep. to try to get it on the on a, like a travel channel show or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. So we got a story here about a new workout program where you get uh, electric shocks while you exercise. But you know what? It turns out it's not what I thought. I thought it was like a personal trainer zapping you with a cattle prod every time you slow down on the treadmill, which <laughs> which actually could be that could be super effective too if you open up a gym like that. But this is this is something else. It's a gym in New York City called Shock Therapy, and it hooks people up to special suits that are powered with something called electric muscle stimulation technology. So while you're exercising, it's sending uh, safe little pulses of electricity through your muscles, which helps activate them and makes the training more effective. And they say that the shocks are so effective that you'll get results in half the time it would normally take. And their workouts only last 30 minutes, but the benefits to your body are just like the ones you'd get if you worked out normally for an hour. They're charging 50 bucks a class for one uh, for, I guess, for the treatment. And there's no word on whether they plan to expand their program to other gyms or cities. No negative health effects to that? Not yet. I mean, like, sounds good and that, but I don't know. Just wait till somebody dies. Right. (laughs) Right. Which seems like entirely possible. Which seems like that's right around the corner. (laughs) Right. Speaking of losing weight and working out, uh, you're not going to believe this, but a medical professional who took their identity from the uh, title of a Snoop Dogg track from 2004 might not le- uh, might not be legit. So there's a 39-year-old woman in Winter Haven, Florida. Her name is Jessie Lopez. And she owns a weight loss clinic called Dr. Drop It Like It's Hot. That's Remember a great song? song. Oh, I love this song. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it man, like it's hot. Man, this was song. This song was everywhere. This is a great song, man. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. 
Get an attitude. Pop it like it's so hot. So she's got this Pop weight loss like clinic, Dr. Drop It Like It's Hot. And um, at Dr. Drop It Like It's Hot, Jesse performs minor cosmetic surgeries and prescribes uh, weight loss drugs to patients. But she was just busted by the DEA and the Florida Department of Health because it turns out, guys, she didn't have a medical license. Oh, wow. Didn't know that one was going on. Not there. even a medical degree. <laughs> She might not even have a PhD in dropping like it's hot. Shocking. She's uh, like a doctor, like a Dr. Dre is a doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper. She's uh, facing six counts of unlicensed practice of health care. And this is uh, Sheriff Grady, uh, Grady Judd from uh, Polk County, who clearly thinks he has a gift for comedy along with... Uh, Along with law enforcement. Here's the old. <laughs> so dumb. Here's Sheriff Grady. She knew she wasn't a registered nurse. The doctor knew she wasn't a registered nurse. But she's a CRN. She's a criminal right now. If I want to lift, uh, I'll just lift my cheeks with my fingers. I don't want any vampires messing with me. I don't want any fake registered nurses dealing with me. Swing and a miss on the comedy. I mean, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give you the attempt for effort, but it's not great. Uh, Microsoft is working on technology that would allow stores to get rid of cashiers and checkout lines, including developing systems that track what shoppers put in their carts for an experience similar to what Amazon set up at their Amazon grocery store in Seattle. Did you hear about this Amazon grocery store? No. So it, it's called Amazon Go. Customers scan their smartphones at a turnstile to enter, and cameras and sensors identify what they take from the shelves. And then you simply leave the store when you're done, and they're billed to their credit cards on file. Oh, that's a dream. So now Microsoft is getting into this. They've reportedly shown sample technology to retailers from around the world, and they may be in talks with Walmart about a potential collaboration. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I don't love putting anybody out of work. That's for sure. But I mean, if the ability to do that to, oh my gosh, to avoid the whole line, which is the only part of going to the grocery store that I don't like. Patrico said yesterday he went to Walmart. He waited 36 minutes no in line. Way. He said there was only two cashiers open and 36 minutes. He said there were two people in front of him. One had like 300 bucks worth of stuff and the other person had like 400 bucks worth of stuff. Man, that still shouldn't take 36 minutes. Something no. must have gone wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Whew. You know, pretty soon the only people left on Facebook are going to pe- uh, be people uh, 78 years old sharing uh, various conspiracy theories and pictures they can't tell are photoshopped. According to a new survey, and this is done by the Pew Research Center, teenagers really don't care about Facebook anymore. Are you guys uh, seeing this? My yeah. son barely cares. I don't know, but he doesn't seem to, to to really get get super into it at any point of the other the last couple of years. 51% of teenagers say they use Facebook, but only 10% say they use it more than any other social network. And that's a big drop in just three years. In the very same survey back in 2015, 71% of teenagers said they use Facebook and 41% said they use it most often. YouTube, Snapchat, and Instagram are much more popular with the teens today. 
85% use YouTube, 72% use Instagram, and 69% use Snapchat. Yeah. And 82% use one of those three more than any other social network. They also really don't care about Twitter. Only one-third of them ever use it. And only 3% say it's their top social network. Yeah, and as far as my son goes, that lines up like like perfectly. Yeah. And cuz he's on Snapchat I think more than any of the more than any of the others. What about your kids? Yeah, pretty much the same. It's it's Snapchat. Uh my, you know, we were talking about this earlier um I I guess a couple months ago where they have these uh streaks where they have to, you know, you get you get some stupid Badge or or emoji if you've talked to this person, snapped this person 365 days in a row. Yeah, my daughter's so addicted and caught up with that crap that she's on it just just for that. I I, I swear she doesn't even know why. Really, she's just on for it. to keep the streaks going, dude. It's so oh, stupid. Wow. Like, I mean, yeah. she, and and she panics and she turns into a complete a hole if she doesn't have uh, <laughs> if she doesn't have Wi-Fi. And and last night turned into another fight about Wi-Fi. And it's it's the it's those Boy. kind of things, and it's it's driving me insane. Well, dude, with with Snapchat, my son will will like be taking pictures of things like on the way to school, and he won't want to speak to me. And when he does, he'll be very 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 sour. But he's wanting to keep these stupid streaks going. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, but yeah, I don't he's, know what that he's, is. he's way he's they're way into it. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that but is. But that's what's kept her engaged. And Facebook isn't keeping her engaged. Yeah, he doesn't seem to care. I would bet you that 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 my oldest is on Facebook only a couple times a week. Uh, I want you to take a look at the, this guy's mugshot. A guy from Fayetteville, uh, Arkansas. His name is uh, Joshua Box. Look that up, Joshua Box. And I want your initial thoughts, Joshua Box. All right, let's see. Ooh. Oh yeah, I saw this. Have you seen this, Donnie? I I read this story last night. This guy's got no nose. No. Well, he was indicted last week for receiving and possessing child porn. And he's accused of receiving thousands of images uh, and videos of child porn. He owned a hard drive that had images of kids under the age of 12. And he was previously convicted of child porn possession back in August of 2015. Yeah, the guy has no nose. Never needs to see the light of day again. No, this guy, Ever. I mean, talk about a monster. Ever. Yeah, it, do, it does say authorities have not revealed what caused his facial injuries, but they definitely look like injuries. Yeah, this is a nightmare. Yeah, look up that that name if you get a chance, Joshua Box. It is alarming. And uh, finally, in your news, remember uh, Patrico's dad? We I found remember out him. He, we we found out he's got this uh, this thing this ritual every night. He eats a bowl of honey smacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tony never knew that until he moved in. Until he moved back home, you know, with the family. Right. His dad is into one bowl of honey smacks a night. Nine o'clock at night. There's John Patrico sitting in his a barca lounger eating his bowl of honey smacks. I feel by that age, every human being or the majority of human beings I've encountered have some sort of ritual. Yeah. There's so many routine and ritual-based things, especially at nighttime. Jeff's got his with his four Oreos and X amount of milk, and he dips them in a certain way, and... Yeah, I think my dad does to like make sure that he remembers to take his medicine. Well, uh, you know what I mean, oh, like right, the right. same the same kind of thing. This is not great news. The Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, uh, said yesterday that a salmonella outbreak that has sickened seventy three people in thirty one states has been linked to Kellogg's Honey Smacks. Oh no, oh, no dude! And the outbreak started from early March to the end of May, with most cases 
in California, Massachusetts, New York, Pennsylvania. But they've launched, Kellogg's has launched an investigation and said it's voluntarily recalling 15.3 ounce and 23 ounce packages of the cereal with a best if used date of uh, June 14th, 2018 through June 14th, 2019. Woo. I'd take those back in exchange. That's pretty much. You would? Oh, I I, I, yes. I would, yeah, yeah. Let's say you've had three or four bowls of this thing. You've you've cracked halfway through this box already, and you're. And I've, you know what? Then I've been dodge, dodging a bullet. Yeah, I still would. I, I would. I would at the very least throw it out if I didn't go and, and exchange it. I I would, but that's just my own stupid paranoia. I understand it probably doesn't make a lot of sense in in reality, but I would. I no, I think it makes sense. I would so probably, looking at the map, by the way, of uh, Jeff and Tony walking. Yep, they I had see to cross the street, I guess, over at Olive, and then cross back over. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because they're... There may have been some kind of construction. <laughs> so I could see they crossed Olive and then crossed back over. Well, they're next to a huge parking lot. What is that? That's not Ikea, is it? They're not going to approach No, they're Ikea. not going to be Ikea. They're not going to be by Ikea. What is this giant parking I lot? I see them at uh, Olive and Compton currently. Yeah. Oh, no, you know what that is? That's the Chaffetz parking lot. Uh, parking lot. Oh, it sure is. That's right. That's the, that's the parking garage that you get stuck in for <laughs> three hours. That's right. <laughs> they're they're going to be stuck there, too. <laughs> yes, they're right now they're at uh, Olive and Compton. There's a, concert, there's a concert letting out from last Thursday. There's, there's <laughs> jamming stuff up at Compton. Follow the boys as they walk. 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. And that was your news brought to you by Travers RV in Eureka, Missouri. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, here is Moon with your sports. Sports sponsored by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. The Cardinals are back in action tonight as they welcome the Cubs into town for a weekend series. Waka gets the start for the Cardinals. John Lester for the Cubs. First pitch scheduled at 7.15 p.m. Host Nation Russia won the opening match of the World Cup yesterday. Kicking the crap. Uh, let's see. Uh, every four years, a global uh, soccer tournament, um, you know, starts off with usually the the home team, and they kick the living crap out of uh, Saudi Arabia. Five nothing. Who's the worst team in the in the tournament? Not looking good as far as defense goes. That's for sure. Russian uh, President Vladimir Putin was uh, he was there in the VIP box, getting a lot of pictures, a lot of social media with him, with all sorts of famous soccer folks. Three matches on the schedule today. Egypt plays Uruguay. I think that's actually happening. Uh, it's just just about to happen. Morocco takes on Iran, and Portugal plays Spain. That is uh, is going to be a good one. U.S. men's national team, they're watching from home, not playing at uh, not playing at home, just legit at home, kicking it. They didn't make watching. it, as we've talked. Yeah, as we've talked about, they have a, a game with Mexico in a couple months, but uh, not World nothing. Cup style. Three Americans and a British player are tied for the lead at one under 69 after the opening round of the U.S. Open. Dustin Johnson, Scott Piercy, and Russell Henley uh, and, and, and Britain's Ian Poulter are together at the top of the leaderboard. The uh, The day didn't go as well for Tiger Woods, who ended the first round down at eight over par with a 78. Mm. Uh, That's a tough course. That's uh, Shinnecock out there on Long Island. What'd you call Donnie? I'm it's gonna, the name of the course. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be mature about it. I'm just letting it go. Former NFL tight end Kellen Winslow Jr. arrested yesterday on nine serious charges, including two counts of kidnapping with intent to commit rape, two counts of forcible rape, and one count of forcible forcible uh, oral stuff. 
Uh, if convicted on all counts, he faces life in prison. The exact nature of the allegations haven't been released, but his arraignment was uh, scheduled for today. So more details might come to light then. Winslow is 34, played in the NFL from 04 to 2013, made the Pro Bowl in 07. Uh, when he was with the Browns, he also played for the Bucks, the Seahawks, the Patriots, and the Jets. Stop breaking the law! Yikes! I know rugby is the—that's uh, the trendy tough guy sport these days. It is fun to watch, but let's not forget what monsters hockey players can be. Brooks Orpik, is that? Am I saying that yeah. right? Orpik of the uh, the Washington Capitals lost the tip of his pinky during Game Two of the Stanley Cup Finals, and he just got it stitched back on and uh, and and kept kept on playing. Seriously, this guy did not miss any time. Yes. Talking to reporters yesterday, he said, quote, it kind of fell off. Ah, if you're hockey on- players. <laughs> if you're already getting queasy, you might want to cover your ears for a second because Brooks is underplaying this quite a bit. The finger didn't just kind of fall off. It was slashed off by a stick. Ah. The wielder of said hockey stick was uh, Eric Halla of the uh, of the Golden Knights. For slicing off a guy's finger with a wooden stick, Halla got five minutes in the penalty box. Usually- How did that happen? If you're wearing gloves. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's. I, I remember it happened to an old Blues player back in the day. Um, but that's just unbelievable. Hockey players. Old nine-finger brown, right? Oh, that's right. That was him. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Smith apologized during his ESPN radio show a Wednesday, hours after USA Today Sports and other outlets reported his coarse response to a question posed by rapper Snoop Dogg. In the interview posted to Snoop's Double G News Network, YouTube channel on Tuesday, uh, Smith was asked which part of the female body he preferred. He said, quote, always, always, a term that refers to the buttocks, I know I'm associated with Walt Disney, but everybody knows I'm a bottom feeder. Oh, boy. <laughs> An ESPN spokesperson uh, told USA Today Sports in an email that Smith was given permission to do the interview, which was conducted in October. Uh, Snoop had been a uh, repeat guest on First Take over the years. Quote, unfortunately, I answer the question like I answer every question very, very honestly and matter-of-factly, not thinking anything of it. Smith said that uh, during a segment on his national radio show. Uh, Evidently, it's a big deal. USA Today is writing about it. Lord knows what other publications. It's gone viral. It's everywhere. I guess it's appropriate to apologize. The reason I say that is because of the attention it's brought to my employers, obviously for the wrong reasons, and I have to own that. Quote, if I get in trouble, it's a stain on the people that work with you because it's not just about you. It's about them, too. When you look at it that way, I have no problem apologizing. I really, really don't. I don't want to hurt anybody uh, else. So he's sorry. He's very sorry. Um, next stop, plea deal. Conor McGregor appeared in a Brooklyn courtroom on Thursday, stemming from his April assault on a bus. Did you guys see the video of that? What he's still oh, in yeah. the chair? Yeah. The US- think, didn't he throw a hand truck? Yeah. Oh, it I was mean- a hand truck. That's right. I thought it was a chair, but it was a it was a rolling hand truck. The UFC fighters' lawyers are reportedly working out a plea deal stemming from McGregor's twelve charges. Twelve charges related to that April incident. Quote, I regret my actions that led to today, McGregor told reporters after his two-minute hearing. I understand the seriousness of this matter, and I'm hoping this will all get worked out. He was caught on camera tossing that uh, hand truck through the window of a bus filled with other UFC athletes. I think he hurt a guy yeah. or two Blast in, yeah. that, in that. Caused him to pull out of a match yeah. the next yeah. day. McGregor's next court date is July 26th. I'm Moon. That's your sports because everybody likes playing with balls. The Rizzuto Show. Headline Hooge. Do we have a sponsor, man? We do. Moritz Royce Jewelry. Dingabling.com. All right, let's go to Okeechobee County, Florida. Of course. Where an employee at a Home Depot was injured by a spider monkey. 
<laughs> Again. Another day in Florida. I'll explain. According to an Okeechobee County Sheriff's Office report, a woman named Tina Ballard left her pet spider monkey in her truck while she went inside the store. She said the monkey was on a leash, but managed to get out of the truck and attack an employee named Marilyn Howard, who was on her break outside. She heard a co-worker yelling about a monkey and thought it was a joke, but then she saw the monkey walking in the parking lot towards her, noticed it had a leash, so Marilyn grabbed the leash, but the monkey climbed on her back and bit her twice. Still determined to help the monkey, Marilyn walked to the front of the store to see if she could find the owner, and when the automatic doors opened, the monkey got scared and then bit her on the arm and the hand. Marilyn drove herself to the hospital to get checked out. Animal control officers and the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission were notified. That's Florida for you. There you go from Okeechobee County, Florida. Spider monkey attacks a Home Depot employee. Today's headline news. Pseudo Shaw. You get what song this is, Donnie? These boots were made for walking. Yeah, let's uh, let's check in with our walkers. Tony Patrico and Jeff Burton. Hey, fellas. Hey. Hi, what's happening? Hello, hi. Where are you guys? Uh, we are at Grand and Lindell. We're right by uh, Vito's. Yeah, Vito's. Oh, hey. Ooh, yeah. Some good pizza over there. Yeah, we're, we're basically in the heart of Slew's campus right now. All right, so how is the heat affecting you guys so far? Nothing not, nothing so far. As a matter of fact, it's not super hot yet, and we're on the side of the road where uh, the buildings are giving us a little bit of shade right now. So we're cool currently. And, and there's a nice breeze, too. There's a really nice breeze that's uh, kicking in. I was just going to say, I'm tracking the weather, and for a day that's supposed to be pretty sweltering and a weekend that has a heat advisory, it has stuck in the 70s as long as it can. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what, you guys, spending just much time with Patrico, I figured out a way to donate a bunch of money to charity. This guy needs a cuss jar. Holy cow. Oh, you curse a lot. <laughs> this guy uses the salty language. I mean, yeah, that's not new. That's nothing I new. Mean, I know, yeah. I'm just saying, if we get a cuss jar out for <laughs> okay. you, maybe, who knows? But we've had a lot of people here at SLU's campus already come out and say hello, and everybody that works oh, there's downtown, a honk. and people have come downtown just to say, hey, man, just to say hello. It's By really the way, cool. Jeff tried to jump on a golf cart and get a ride to Creve Corps, and uh, the guy said that's cheating. That so definitely is cheating, and I thank the Richel listeners for kind of keeping them honest. Keeping us honest, yeah. During sure. the uh, during the walk to Creve Corps. I noticed uh, tracking you guys on the GPS, you crossed Olive at some point, and you went back across the road. Was there a reason for that? Oh yeah, to get water. Get a water. Yeah. We, were, okay. we were crossing the road to get a uh, to get a water, but yeah, we're 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 at a good pace right now, and uh, I think myself and Jeff are both feeling good. We just had a uh, St. Louis City police officer come up and question Jeff, make sure no children <laughs> were walking with us. But uh, other than that, we're good. He was making sure this was slew the college, not slew the high school. So hey, just remember the next big landmark you guys will be going by is basically the Basilica in the Central West End. Oh yeah, uh, that's yeah. right. Be respectful. Of course, of, of course they're gonna oh, be respectful. Course. We are wearing red. Yeah. Yeah, wearing red for red shandies. Why do you think they're wearing red, Donnie? <laughs> I meant it yeah, in Donnie. jest. Come on, man. <laughs> God, this guy. Ever since he started doing mornings here with us, huh? I mean, how do you fit his ego in that little studio? <laughs> it's tough. All right, well, continue on your way, fellas. Good luck. Sounds good. We'll and, see you. Uh, we'll Goodbye. check in with you in, uh, in an hour. That's uh, Jeff and Tony on the road. They sound great. Yeah, they're chipper right now. Yeah, they sound great. They're about an hour into their walk, so 
But still, I mean, that's a good chunk of it knocked mm-hmm. out, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, follow their journey, 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, here we go. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. All right, Crap on Celebrities brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Oh, Roseanne Barr. She has, What's she up to? <laughs> she's changed her story. And uh, talk about a story that I just love hearing. Uh, now it wasn't the Ambien that made her post that uh, that racist tweet about former Obama advisor uh, Valerie Jarrett, nor was it a stupid joke. Here's what it was. Hang on with me here. It was an intentional comment on anti-Semitism. So Roseanne said Valerie was the result of, quote, the Muslim Brotherhood and, quote, Planet of the Apes having a baby. Uh-huh. And now she claims, quote, I've never practiced racism in my entire life and never will. Rod Sterling wrote Planet of the Apes. It was about anti-Semitism. That is what my tweet referred to, the anti-Semitism of the Iran deal. Quote, low IQ people can think whatever they want. If you're having low IQ people can have whatever they want. End quote. She said, if you're having trouble connecting the dots, you're not alone. But here's some background info. Sterling was Jewish and he co-wrote the original Planet of the Apes. Valerie was born in Iran to African-American parents who were living there. Roseanne. <laughs> so obvious. I have no idea what's happening now. Uh, Roseanne believes the Iran deal was a, quote, attempt to bury Israel. Meanwhile, Roseanne also uh, had this to say, quote, uh, I've developed a bit of a palsy in my hand and hands due to the stress I've lived through. I sleep a lot now without Ambien too. Thank God we are winning. Don't give up. Peace is coming. Uh, that tweet has since been removed. Yeah, this is uh, the ramblings of a lunatic, it sounds like. I, I just at this point, somebody, some advisor, get to her, take her phone away. Just be quiet. You're not helping yeah. yourself. You think you're helping yourself. You're not helping yourself. Uh, a day after her boyfriend, Anthony Bourdain, was cremated in France, uh, his girlfriend, Italian actress, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Asia Argenten, Ar- Argento. Yeah, I uh, think it's Aja. Aja Argento. Or Asia. I don't know. Uh, she took to uh, social media to give fans an update on her mental state. She stared an image, uh, shared an image of herself holding a piece of paper that reads, quote, I'm an effing mess inside, crossed out and replaced with the following message, I'm fine. Hours later, she shared an image of a prayer written in Spanish asking God to give her guidance. She ended the message by wishing everyone a happy and blessed day. You a fan of uh, Anthony Bourdain? Uh, I, I thought that he was like the coolest man. Me too, man. I, I mean, the, so wanted to hang out with dude, him, dude. Just the coolest, and I mean, and I said this on the air. Uh, that episode where he goes out to the desert to hang out with Queens of the Stone Age yes. is one of my favorite episodes of that show. And you know, I mean, it's one of those. It was another great show in the sense too that like, um, you know, when we wanted to have something on. And every, you know, uh, kids are in the room. You know, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they're they interested in like it as well. Yeah, and fun. Food. Just so sad, man. I mean, it's, obviously it always is. And, and it's even when it's somebody I, I, I don't particularly like a lot. But this one, man, just really, yeah, really you know, stinks. really opened up the world to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely so. And I think, too, you know, I, with, with shows like that, it has made me way more open to trying different kinds of food and different things that I would have never even thought of before or would have went, oh, no, I'm not yeah. doing that. You know, and, and he, he will very much be missed. Very, very much I, be missed. Uh, years ago I was in New York City and this he didn't have the Nose Reservation show yet or the Parts Unknown show yet he, he had the show called The Cook's Tour that was his first 
foray into the into the travel shows, mm-hmm. and it was on it was on the Food Network. And man, I loved it. And I passed him on the street once, and I was so starstruck. Yeah. Did you say anything? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would assume that that I see, but there are just those certain people that I would have to go up to and at least shake a hand, and just at least say, ah, I get, respect what you do. I understand I you're, you're probably not that guy. I get it. I get too nervous. Um, his wife and family have apparently left him, and now convicted sexual predator Bill Cosby has fired his entire legal team before his September 25th sentencing. Uh, the 80-year-old faces sentencing in September on three counts of aggravated indecent assault of Andrea Constand uh, in his home in January of two. 2004. She was one of dozens of women who accused him of sexual assault, uh, but hers was the only case uh, that could be tried in court due to statute of limitation laws. I honestly think, um, and I don't say this to, to presuppose or, or hope, I think he passes away before he ever gets jail time. You I think, think so? I think he is he sentenced in September. That's what they're saying. Yeah, okay. September. And so I, I think before he ever actually, because I'm because I would assume there'll be a, an appeal after that. Yes. I, I still just don't. I think he passes away before he actually does any jail time whatsoever. Did you see a picture of his eye? Like a close up of his eye. It's all cloudy. With a cataract. Yeah, it's like it's like dead eyes. I mean, the last couple of times. I mean, he has not looked well, and this cannot be good for any person, let alone no. an eighty-something-year-old man. No. Um, uh, oh, speaking of uh, terrible humans, uh, R. Kelly, uh, his ex-wife Angela, r- uh, really didn't realize that she was in an abusive relationship until she took an online quiz. She said that they were married for 13 years, but things were anything but smooth. And I think there's a little audio to this as well, or at least the audio word is highlighted on Jeff's sheet. So I'm okay. going to assume so. <laughs> R. Kelly's ex-wife, here she is, yeah. Angela. Once I grabbed the laptop, he said... Put in domestic violence. And I'm thinking to myself, but I'm not that girl. I'm not I'm not the teeth missing. I'm not the broken bone girl. And God said keep scrolling. So I kept scrolling, kept scrolling. And at the end of domestic violence awareness website, there was a questionnaire. And there were 17 questions. And they asked you, has your abuser ever done? And of the 17, Robert had done 15 to me. Wow. I don't want to re- we can rage this at all. I'm not going to turn it into that. But R. Kelly. How is this man still walking around, not in a jail somewhere? How are there people that are still going and paying money to see this man well, people, in concert? People buy Chris Brown records. Which is still unbelievable well, Donnie, to me, man. He could sing and dance. He could sing and dance. She accused him of physical abuse in 2005, but withdrew the complaint a week later. Then she filed for divorce in 2006, but, Donnie, but he, ended up staying. I believe I could fly. I mean, come on. Dude, I saw a video of his, and I'm hate, I hate to say that that, that I that, that I even cared to watch this whole thing, but uh, it was it was on TMZ, and he was at a mall with one of these women that's that's family is like accusing him of of these terrible things of holding her hostage, and there are these people at the mall that are still like. Oh my gosh, you're R. Kelly. Can I get my picture taken with you? Can I play? And like putting their arms around him. And I'm just, this man is a monster. Like a monster, monster. Why does anyone still care about him? I just don't understand. I don't know. I just don't understand. Some people, not me, have the ability to look past that stuff. I mean, 
I just, I can't. Uh, as great and a talented man gets older, uh, this is just sad, and he deserves better. Amid charges of elder abuse, the 95-year-old Marvel icon Stan Lee has been granted a restraining order against Kaya Morgan. Now, this decision comes uh, just a day after Lee took to Twitter in a video uh, that many guests at the time was orchestrated, saying that Morgan was his only partner, his sole representative, and the two of us work together and are conquering the world side by side. And listen, I listened to that podcast just like you guys did about Stan Stan Lee and about Marvel, the rise yeah, of Marvel, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, he he does not seem to have been a really particularly up and up guy over the years. But this well, is was pretty, he was pretty ruthless back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is this no nobody should should be no, ninety five years old. Ninety five years old. Nobody should have to be spending these years like this. You know, for ninety five, he looks terrific. He does. But I've also read a couple of articles about this that say that like there was um, that after he does these these types of things, you know, when you see him that that is definitely the most polished up that Stan can be at those particular times and that the age has definitely caught up with him, especially since his wife passed away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was just recently. But this, yeah, maybe a couple years ago. No, or? I thought it was a couple. I thought it was oh, last really? year, or a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. We, we're talking like oh, recent. really? But this whole thing just seems to be a gigantic mess. And I mean, I cannot imagine how much this man is worth. I mean, there has to be a sizable amount of of yeah. money in his estate after he passes. Um, oh boy. Can't wait to go in this direction. Uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Oh, Chrissy uh, Teigen. They really so want to make <laughs> really want to make Trump's birthday great again. In honor of the Commander in Chief's seventy second birthday yesterday, Teigen announced that each member of her family is donating seventy two thousand dollars for a total of two hundred and eighty eight thousand dollars to the ACLU. In her post on Twitter and Instagram, she wrote, "John and I are outraged to see and hear the horror stories of immigrant families seeking asylum and refuge in, in America being ripped apart due to inhuman." policies of the Trump administration. These actions are cruel, anti-family, and go against everything we believe this country should represent. The ACLU is committed to defending the rights and humanity of these vulnerable families. In addition to fighting for immigrants' rights, they're advocating for reproductive rights, voting rights, criminal justice reform, LGBT rights, First Amendment rights, and holding the Trump administration accountable whenever possible. In her post, she urged followers to donate $7.20, $72, or whatever you would like to the ACLU in honor whatever of you this say, Chris- Blessed day. You know she likes chicken wings. I I I've heard she likes chicken wings, just like you and I. We like chicken wings too. So brave. Every time I see a story of her, like come across social media, I wonder how long it's going to be before a listener sends it your way. <laughs> 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 All right, and finally, um, and well, this- you know what it is? It's like you know she posts pictures of uh, it's it's me at Walmart. Oh wow, man, you're so brave I, to I, go to Walmart. I, I go to Walmart too. Your dislike of her is vastly different than how. Her? Than, than, than- I think she's brave. The bra- her bravery shows no bounds. All right, how about this one? Well, we'll change we'll change gears here, and we'll go. Uh, we know that Kate, Kate Hutton is number one on this year's Maxim Hot 100 list, uh, but they released the complete list yesterday. Now, the rest of the women aren't ranked from two to one hundred because that's totally 2017. Uh, they just lumped them into you categories. You can't rank women. Uh, I, I, Hashtag I, me too. I get it. I get it. So here are the highlights, and I guess these are the categories as well. And what's shocking to me is, as I'm reading these, is how many people I don't, how many of these women I don't know who they are. Uh, Gigi and Bella Hadid. Okay, oh, yeah. I know them. Yeah, Miles they're sisters. very nice looking. All right, 
Kendall and Kylie Jenner. They're, I know them. They're Cla- very nice looking as well. Khloe Kardashian, Heidi Klum, Sophia Ritchie, Rosie Huntington Whitley, Whiteley, and Charlotte McKenney. Those are the bombshells. Okay. All right. Uh, the Divas, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Cardi B, Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez, Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, Ariana Grande, uh, Dua Lipa. I don't know who that is. Uh, Taylor Swift. Dua Lipa? I don't. Uh, Janelle Monet <laughs> and uh, Camilla, uh, Camilla uh, Cabello. Um, I know she was in Fifth Harmony. Uh, the Screen Sirens. You've got Margot Robbie, Scarlett Johansson, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, let's see. Uh, Megan Fox, uh, Kristen Ritter, uh, Amelia Clark, The Funny Girls. You Who's got my number one, huh? I think, it- think about it and I'll finish the list here. Uh, Funny Girls, uh, Chrissy Teigen, Kate McKinnon, Issa Rae, Ali Wong, and Greta Gerwig. And then the power players, uh, Amal Clooney, uh, Meghan uh, Markle, Kim Kardashian, Ivanka Trump, uh, Melania Trump, and Olympic skier uh, Michaela Schifrin. Hmm. Who's your number one? You said, uh, what's her What's her name fell out of? It used to be Kate five. Upton. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Kate Upton. Margot Robbie's in there. Is Mila Kunis on the list? No? She is not on the list. Oh, I like her. No, you shake your head. I mean, she's There's cute. nothing for you, huh? I don't even know who... I don't I don't even know who, like... Because we have the conversation, Mary and I do at home, you know, about the celebrity thing, because she go Every time Tom Hardy pops up on TV, it's just... Oh, <laughs> that's you know what I mean? That's, and that's fine, you know? But I can't even really think of, like, who my, like, sort of one would, would be. When uh, when when she puts down the cigarettes, you can't beat Kate Beckinsale, man. She she's, smokes. She's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I've seen. That. She smokes cigarettes. I've seen a few photos. I'm assuming. I'm still a fair guy. Oh, dude. <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> All right, let me tell you what's in theaters this week. Incredibles two. Uh, just just think about when that first one came out. Yeah, we got that t- was we got 2002. We got tickets for tomorrow night. We're excited. So all these years for the sequel. Critics, 95%. Audience, 95%. Oh, I'm in. I, I, I'm i excited to see this movie. There's a movie called Tag. That's with Jeremy Renner. Critics, 61%. Audience, 77%. And finally, that Gotti movie is coming out with John Travolta as John Gotti. Yeah, I did see this. I saw a story about this yesterday. John Travolta is John Gotti. Um, his wife, Kelly Preston, plays Victoria Gotti. Kevin Connolly, E from Entourage, is the director of this thing. Audience, 87%. Critics, 0%. Oh, 0%? Zero percent. Zero. percent Oh. Every review has been terrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> Goodness. 0% Rotten Tomatoes. Does that critics. change what you, like, your desire to see yes. it? Yes. It does. It does. 0% is 0%. Yeah. Not even like... You can't really shine that up. <laughs> wow. Not even like, this is okay. It's, it's every review I've read has been terrible. Oh, man. The idea of that is cool, though, too. But that's it. That's all I got cl- crap on celebrities. I didn't give you the wrap-up sign. That's Sorry all right. About that. Moon, birthdays. <laughs> Crappy birthdays. Neil Patrick Harris, MPH, 45. Leah Remini, she's 48. Ice Cube, 49. Courtney Cox, 54. Helen Hunt is 55. Jim Belushi, 64. Lori Metcalf, 63. John Cho, 46. Phil Mickelson, 48. Kendrick Lamar is 31. Uh, Venus Williams, uh, she just turned, uh, tw- uh, I'm sorry, 38. Will Forte's 48, Greg Kinnear 55, today's Burton birthday of the day, a true living legend. He is the man behind the songs like Mandy, I Write the Songs, and Copacabana. Barry Manilow is? He is 69. 75 wow. years 70, young. Barry Manilow. Wow, Down at 75. the Copa. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Mary Carey. Oh. 
Today's birthday girl loves sex so much, she tried to get into politics to continue screwing people over. But uh, mostly, she's famous for her 115 fine films, including Asses in the Air, Volume 4. She was in Carpet Patrol, Double Airbags, Poke Her Throwdown. She was in Run, Mary, Run, where the boys are away, the girls will play. <laughs> and who could forget her unforgettable role in Vaginatarians? <laughs> Mary Carey is 38 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday. And that is your crap on celebrities. You know, following Jeff and Tony on the interactive map we have at 1057thepoint.com slash the walk, they're on Lindell. And are they at the Basilica? Uh, they're just about to be at the Basilica. They just passed the DMV if they wanted to wait in line. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it looks like they're uh, they're almost to the Basilica. They're, they're, probably, they're probably two blocks. <laughs> I just love, I said this to Riz off the air, I love that they're race cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their little yeah. avatars are, uh, are race cars. Yeah, I just posted some pictures on our uh, Instagram, too, at Riz Show. Uh, there's some uh, some signs, like they said. There's some Team Riz members out there giving them some encouragement. So things are going well. I think they're I think they're going all right. They're still smiling. Guys, it's, it's still under 80 degrees right now. Like, they're locking out. I think absolutely so. I mean, we'll, I... We'll see when it gets to 11 o'clock, 11.30, noon... Yes, it is definitely going to suck. It probably does now, but it feels like it sucks as little as it possibly can at this point. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, they're about a block off, it looks like, from uh, Rosati Kane. Right before the Basilica. Yeah. All right, they're doing good. They may have taken a break. Yeah, I haven't seen their race cars move in in about two minutes. (laughs) So taking a hydration break, which hydration is key today. Yeah. As the boys are on their great journey, their journey west to the Hubbard Building on uh, on Olive and Creevecourt, City Place. They're well on their way. Would you say maybe, uh, I wouldn't say they're a quarter of the way there yet. No. <laughs> Still a lot of walking to go. Phone number 314 969 dude 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room, 1057.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. If you want to follow Tony Patrico and Jeff Burton as they as they walk to the new Hubbard building, 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. So they began their journey about an hour and a half ago. Yep. And where are they currently? They are right in front of the high school, Rosati Kane High School. That's, you know, um, I mean, they're at the funeral, basically. The Basilica's next door. Oh, the Shandy's funeral, yeah. Yeah, so they're on Lindell. They just crossed, or they're about to cross Newstead. And uh, that should be funeral. Well, what time did the funeral start? Ten. Okay, so yeah, they're, they're beating it. They'll be all right. So they'll be in Forest Park in a matter of moments. Yeah, they're about four or five blocks from, uh, from, from King's Highway at Forest Park. Right. There. I feel so. like we're, we're following a tornado. <laughs> do you do you think we're like do you think they're a quarter of the way there yet? Um, Quite possibly. Around they're there. Doing all right. Yeah. I mean it seems to be a pretty good clip. Not just saying that. It legitimately seems to be them moving. Just thinking about well. them walking sure. from here to the central west end is amazing <laughs> in itself. The good the, the good lord is looking out for them though, because somehow it is still under eighty degrees. Yeah. Yeah, they just crossed over Newstead. Yeah, I'm 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 tracking uh 
I'm tracking social media here to see if there's any sort of commotion or, or you know, uh, I almost said pregame, but you know, set up before the funeral if there's if there's traffic the going on there. Pregame, okay. Yeah, stop <laughs> it! I was using a term, <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm I'm tracking to try to kind of see if there's something going on. But it doesn't look like it. They're sending pictures, and people are uh, people are sending pictures from their work buildings, and they're going down to say hi, give them drinks. They, some people have some signs for them. It's been really good. Yeah, it's nice. Somebody's sign says "Worst Parade Ever." Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're passing by the Basilica right now. Yep. Like as we are. speak, they're walking by. And they seem to be on that side of the street, so all good. All good. Uh by the way, in a little while our friends from Gateway Motorsports Park will be here. I think they just arrived. Let me go get them. Uh Curtis Francois and Chris Blair. Curtis is the owner of the place. Oh wow. Yeah, we got the head muckety muck here today. You should probably get my chair. No, you day. stay there. All right, all right. You stay there. You know, there's some activities going on at Gateway. Well, I know next weekend is the Camping World Truck Series race. Absolutely. And they always seem to have a lot of stuff going on over there. I went last year with my daughter to the Truck Series race, and she was uh, she was six. What a great time we had. Yeah. You get the, like, the, the ear, oh, the, yeah. the, 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 the headphones oh, or whatever, yeah. and then oh, let yeah. them go. I've always, and I know that this is a separate sort of thing, I've always, like, wanted to see drag racing. Like, oh, like, 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 to the be NHRA. there for it. Yeah, yeah, not just, not, not just to, to watch it on TV. You could almost feel it in your chest. Yeah. Well, Cornbread has told me that before, because yeah. I know he's seen that a whole bunch. Are they here? A few moments away. All right. While we're, uh, while waiting for the, uh, the Gateway guys. Let's uh, let's do some food news real quick. Food news. It's official. Pumpkin spice creep is now worse than the Christmas creep. Because it's June 15th, and the first pumpkin spice product already on shelves. I have to be out on that. I, 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 I know I'm not cool, but I don't even care about a pumpkin spiced anything. I'm, I'm not into it either. At all. You into pumpkin spice? Um, I don't, you like, know, I don't some, like it. Sometimes it can be good if it's not that super artificial pumpkin vibe, which almost every single time it is. But if somebody's like really going out uh, out of their way to do a legit pumpkin spice, I'm not opposed to it. I'll enjoy I it. I don't like it. Do you not like June it? June 15th? Yeah. And we're well, talking about pumpkin spice? This is ridiculous. Well, hell, it's only 78 degrees outside. Get well. the f*** out of here. <laughs> A guy in, a guy in uh, Germantown, Wisconsin, spotted Special K pumpkin spice crunch cereal at Walmart this week. And he sent a photo to the website, The Impulsive Buy. Last year, the first product of the season was Werther's Originals pumpkin spice caramels. But they at least had the discipline to wait until late July to put them out. Hang on. So that's a Werther's candy. So wait, the one in Wisconsin was a cereal? Yeah. That's a Special little different. K. Time out. Pumpkin spice. It makes pumpkin a difference. spice anything is only fall. No, see, I disagree. It makes a difference because you're talking about something cold. I've never really had a. We're going to agree to disagree on that. Cold pumpkin spice anything, but it sounds okay. I just feel like it's at the saturation level at this point that it, it like, why, why, why is it not everywhere all of the time? You know what I mean? Like, it's it only seems fall. to be that that popular. It's only fall. In theory, I don't disagree. It's why you only see the Cadbury eggs around uh, around Easter. Well, that's a shame because those are delicious. Those are delicious. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> so many rules. Speaking of cereal, um, Dippin' Dots. Who's a fan? Oh, I like Dippin' Dots. I, I love them. I love Dippin' Dots. Yeah. It's so funny that they haven't changed their logo or anything. And, and I don't think they've even changed the signs. They all look all worn down. It says, the ice cream of the future. Yeah, think about it. Back in, <laughs> back in 1988, Dippin' Dots were invented, and they called it the ice cream of the future. 
<laughs> and now, three decades later, I guess they've reinvented our future again because Dippin' Dot cereal just came out. <laughs> and there are two flavors. What are the two main flavors of Dippin' Dots? Uh, mint, mint chocolate? No. What? I would just say a straight chocolate and or vanilla. No, banana split. Oh, yeah. Banana split? I thought there was rainbow and mint chocolate. That's no, banana it. split and cookies and cream. That Those are the only two I ever see at places. Yeah. That, like if I there's meant. a Dippin' Dots place, it's always banana split and cookies and cream. And that's the flavors of cereal. That's what I meant, cookies and cream. But if you're going to have a rule about pumpkin spice only being allowed around the fall, wouldn't you say an ice cream flavored uh, uh, cereal should only be allowed during the summer? No. I don't know what you're talking about. What you going to do? Eat ice, you eat a lot of ice cream in the winter? Uh, I mean, if I got a hankering for it, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Ice cream is a different animal. Ice but cream is a different thing. But now it's cereal. I eat just as much ice cream in the winter as I do in the summer. I love ice cream. I'm just I'm also fat, but and we also talked about chili. You know, chili I could eat all your all your. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, me too. So they're both just a basic corn pops type cereal, but with uh, special sweet clusters of Dippin' Dots mixed in. I mean, obviously the Dippin' Dots aren't frozen like ice cream. Uh, if you're interested, uh, the cereals are exclusively at Walmart for now. But there is word that they could hit other grocery stores later this year. I'm betting pretty healthy too. Yeah. <laughs> you heard about the IHOP thing? Yes. That was the big news this week. Yeah. Last week, IHOP announced they were changing their name to IHOB. And it seemed like a like a pretty transparent attempt to get people talking. And we really fell for it. It worked. Social media was packed with guesses. So earlier this week, they announced the B stands for burgers. Yes, IHOP. I'm sorry. Sorry, IHOB. Already has burgers on their menu. They have since 1958, but I guess they're adding seven new ultimate steak burgers. And the name change was a marketing campaign to get them some attention. Also, if this wasn't implied, the name change to IHOB is only temporary. But even though the move got IHOB a lot of attention, did you see what Wendy's tweeted out? Oh, yeah. They were, th- they were throwing some shade. And Wendy's what? tweeted out. And you know who started it? That Tony X guy. From St. Louis, the hockey fan. Yeah, Tony I, X. I didn't realize that that was the that that was the that yeah. where it came from. So I guess Tony X tweeted. So Wendy's, you're going to let IHOB sell burgers on your block? And Wendy's responded, "quote quote Not really afraid of the burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard." Ooh, man! <laughs> <laughs> wow, Wendy's growing up to be a bitch. Savage. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, But that's I- like the thing, man. Remember when brands first got on, on social media, they was real buttoned up. Yeah. And then slowly but surely, it's cracked open where if you're not catching headlines by whatever yeah, shade you're throwing, personality. You, yeah. they have to. They have to to be able to keep it. I love it. A little personality. I, I, I appreciate it. I like it, too, that it's branched out even into, like, you know, sports teams will, oh, yeah. will, will, oh, yeah. will throw shade and things like love that. It. Like, I, I I appreciate where it's gone. So now with IHOP doing the, the burger thing, this begs the question, which do you like more, pancakes or burgers? Oof. Pancakes are like so pancakes stupid. or burgers? Pancakes I, for me, 100% burgers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it would be burgers, man, but, like, I, dude, I love pancakes. I'm more of I a, love breakfast. I'm more of a salty, savory guy than a sweet guy. Yes. But but you just said two different things. 
Okay. Pancakes should not be breakfast. How is it not how is it not okay for me to eat cake or cookies or hey, get pass me the breakfast brownies or, or whatever, but somehow we've made it acceptable to eat pancakes, which are the most quickly turning regret. It's one of those things where you're like, this is so good, this is so good. You don't even finish the pancakes and you don't feel okay. Your whole body, your sugar, everything is just out of whack and it ruins well, your day. It also depends on what type of pancakes you're making. Okay, I mean, you can make some healthy ones with proteins and things and, and fruit and all that. But, yeah, but when you have your basic like Cake biscuit, is in the word. I just don't understand why you're so anti-pancake. Because it doesn't make any pancakes sense. Yeah, delicious. No, if, you, if you have your basic Bisquick pancake or you make your own with the flour and I mean, you don't have to put... All types of sugar on it. No, we never do. I mean, we don't ever do that. I mean, you hell, know, you can even throw some fruit in there. But it's a cake. Like, I mean, you don't feel well afterwards. It's different than sheet cake. <laughs> Not by much, though. Yeah, it is. No way. You're literally covering it with syrup, butter, and natural. sometimes powdered sugar. <laughs> it's a cake. Syrup is natural. It's in the word. I think I just love how fired up you are about it. <laughs> all right, so, so you, you, oh, we're all burger guys here. Yeah, yeah. What do you think America went with? Oh, I'd say burgers, burgers as well. Believe it or not, pancakes beat it. No what? way. Pan well, yeah, pancakes beat burgers. 40% of people say they like pancakes more, 37 burgers, 14% can't decide. Out of your minds. And 9% communists don't like either. Oh. <laughs> Who are those people? Not my friends. I'll no, tell you that much. Apparently not. <laughs> Hate those people. All right, other uh, food things. The best place to eat while drunk. The best place to eat while drunk. First thing comes to mind. Go. The best thing to eat? The best place to eat while drunk. Uh, of course, you're home. in an Uber. You're in an Uber <laughs> or, you know, a buddy, and you go, stop it, blank. Yeah, I mean, if you're going, if you're looking for fast food, I would say White Castle. Um because it's open, it's always fast. White Castle did not make the top five. This is nationwide, right? Yep. Mm. Denny's. In and out. Denny's is number four. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Denny's. Back when I uh, when I when I threw them back in my early twenties and still lived in North County, there was a uh, a, a Denny's at uh, Lindbergh and New Halls Ferry. Yeah. That was a uh, regular spot. So this survey asked six thousand Americans about their drunk eating habits, and there was one place that was by far the most popular place to go. When we need to soak up some alcohol. I know it. God. Waffle House. That's number two. Ooh. Shoot. The winner got 41%, runner-up 13%. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Waffle House number three. Okay. The second place got 25%. So even still, 41% for the winner, 25% for number two. White Castle would have been a solid guess for no. me. Um, steak and Shake. Man. I, mean, I wonder is it is it a drive through spot? I mean the well did you say IHOP? IHOP's number five. Okay. With five percent. You're missing one and two. Now I'm looking at the, I'm looking at them. Did you say Jack in the Box? No, it's not. I did idea. These are huge, mega, mega places. Not like a McDonald's or Taco McDonald's Bell. McDonald's number two. Okay. Taco Bell? Taco Bell's number one. All five, right. Five, okay. Five, well that makes sense. By far, forty one percent. Yeah. It's Taco Bell. McDonald's, Waffle House, Denny's, IHOP. I know a lot of favorites around here before it left was Del Taco. Yeah. I never had Del Taco. It was good. I thought it was good. 
We consume an average of 775 extra calories after a heavy night of drinking. 790, 790 for men, 759 for women. In addition to the alcohol, or is that including the alcohol? Extra calories. I know. I'm saying, is that because of the alcohol? We I consume. bet you that's on top. Do you ever like just order way too much in one of those in one of those situations when you wake up the next day and you're like, I still have six tacos and a cheeseburger <laughs> yeah. left. What did I order? Yeah. Taco Bell was number one, the top choice in 31 states. McDonald's number one at 14. We were a Taco Bell place, and five states across the South prefer Denny's, Waffle House, Waffle House. Oh, of those top three spots, Waffle House packs the most calories. The average drunk order at Waffle House contains 979 calories. Ooh, boy. Man. McDonald's, 788 calories. Taco Bell, 723. And the top three drunk orders for women at Taco Bell are tacos, quesadillas, and nachos for men. It's 47 tacos. Give me three burritos. (laughs) I'll take a cheesy gordita crunch and a Diet Coke. Now, one final thing. If you're grocery shopping and you see something with the word vegan splashed across the packaging, does that make you want to buy it or run screaming in the other direction? Honestly, screaming in the other direction. So well, these days with what uh, a doctor has recently told me, I'm more intrigued and I'm reading them and I'm going it for is. it. For me, it's... I'm right there with you. So a survey asked people what terms make food less appealing to them, and vegan came in first. So on this list, there are the the least appealing food terms to people. Vegan was number one with 35%. They say it makes food less appealing. Two was diet. All right. Fat-free. Fat-free was number four. Sugar-free was number three. Gluten-free, number five. Organic, number six. Low-calorie, number seven. (laughs) Parent-approved, number eight. (laughs) Then you got your ethnically sourced, ethically sourced, and then uh, sustainably sourced, number 10. Those are the 10 terms that make people, ah. Yeah, I see the vegan thing. I'm, I'm out. I would like this with flavor, please. Man, and I know if you, if you hate all 10 of those, man, Whole Foods is not for you. <laughs> I got to tell you, I know I've been pushing on this, but you got to try it. You got to try it every every year. The, the the advance and whatever technologies they're figuring out with that stuff is spectacular. I'm sure. I'm sure that this is an with issue what? I'm closed-minded on. I know. What? With what? With with, with vegan food or vegetarian food. Uh-huh. I'm, t- I'm, I'm going to be, you're going to be the taste tester. <clears throat> I'm telling you, in the last 10 years, it went from spongy garbage to holy cow, is this real? All right. I believe it. I just am, uh, I don't know, hesitant to go in that direction. It's not for me. All right, that is your food news. Thank you. The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, Riz. It's Ian back. It's your birthday, buddy. Just have the best one ever. All right, welcome back to the race show. We got some guests, fellas. We didn't even clean up the place. No, not at all. It's terrible in here. <laughs> that looks great. We have uh, Mr. Curtis Francois and Chris Blair from Gateway Motorsports Park here. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming in. And some exciting stuff going down 
at the racetrack the next couple months. No doubt. It's it's race season. We've been waiting all winter. We went straight from winter to, to yeah. summer here, and uh, we're ready. Um, track is ready. Uh, we've got a big event coming up with our NASCAR truck race on the 23rd. That gets things started. We're also, we added a Friday night event uh, before that, an ARCA race uh, with the world famous Ken Schrader from St. Louis going to oh, be wow. there racing, which is great. Uh, so it's race season at Gateway. Lots going on. So Donnie over here is not, you know, is not really in the know when it comes to some of these racing terms. Like he doesn't, uh, you said ARCA racing. Yes, I do not know what that means. Huh? <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it, honestly, I get a little confused sometimes. But now that I've been in this for seven years, I think I got it all figured out. Let, but. let me see if I could explain this right, and, you, and correct me if I'm wrong. So NASCAR is has a, is a, a big umbrella, yes. and there's the different there's a different series under the NASCAR umbrella. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have the you know the Cup cars. You have the uh, I don't know what they're called now. Xfinity. The, the Xfinity cars. You have the Camping World trucks, and then you have the ARCA. And you also have the KNN series, which is coming here in August. So that's another new one that we're that's adding. Another to, new so, one there. Yeah. So we're we're trying to get as much of the NASCAR stuff as possible, hoping it leads to bigger and better NASCAR stuff mm-hmm. down the road. So that's kind of what we're working on right now. So next week the trucks are here and the the ARCA race is here. Very nice. So it's all just like different branches mm-hmm. of right uh, yeah. uh, of of the NASCAR. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Oh, very good. And the, you know, the Camping World Truck Series racing is super exciting. That's the farm team system for the big guys' cup races. So out of the last four races that we've had, three of those guys that have won those races are now racing at the top top level at the Cup mm-hmm. Series. So, you know, we love it that, that we have this great talent coming in the showcase, and it's oh, yeah. great to see these young guys do it. Unfortunately, we can't build any stars because immediately they win a gateway, and then they go to the yeah, Cup yeah. Series. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like the it's almost the minor leagues. They take you know uh, they take a lot of those drivers and they yeah, and that's a, a great thing when you have the opportunity to like to to see that talent as you get younger. You know what I mean? I mean, I go oh, to yeah. Springfield a couple of times a, a year to see the the Double A Cardinals exactly. because you know they're they're coming up. So it's always rad when you have the ability to kind of watch guys' careers as they move along and just talk about some of the family. I mean, you see a lot of families over at the racetrack. I mean, I took my daughter last year; she had the best time ever. That, that was a big uh, initiative for me when I took the racetrack over was just to really work, one, to build a grassroots fan base, mm-hmm. but also to make it a place that I would want to take my family. Uh, I think that's usually the, the judge of how I look at a lot of things I do at the racetrack. Would I enjoy it? Would I have fun at it? Would I bring my family? And that was something that we went right at it, try to figure out how we make that just a fun event, no matter what it is. But this event particularly is great for the family to come out. Yeah, my dad used to take me to the racetrack. We used to go up to Lime Rock, Connecticut. To go watch the races up there. And I was that's a, just a great memory of me and my dad going to the racetrack. And when I got to take my daughter last year, I, listen, it was a cat's in the cradle kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's so much fun when we get to do these kinds of things. You know, when you're just sitting there and it's that Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening or whatever. And it's just, you know, you and, and the youngster and you're enjoying a beverage and just watching the races happening, man. It's, it's, it's a great way to go about it. Now, speaking of beverages... Mr. Francois, tell us uh, what this new thing you guys are doing over at Gateway. Well, you know, at Gateway, we want to have something for every mm-hmm. everyone for sure. And so this winter, Chris and I have been looking at different ways to uh, to just really attract different audiences, different groups. And something that we saw out of the Phoenix Open, actually, was uh, what happens when you just have a, a great all-out fun time with uh, kind of the college to, to younger age group, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we decided to uh, to start the Rumble at the Roar. Uh, that'll be uh, at Gateway 
prior prior to the uh, the truck race on Saturday, and it is a uh, basically pay your twenty bucks, you get a, a mug, and it's a uh, uh, you know whatever you need to drink will be there. Nice, plenty of uh, snacks. Uh, the mm. kind of the uh, the bar Olympics will be going on. Uh, let's just say it's going to be a little bit of a party. Yeah, nice. you had him at snacks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's definitely when I got keyed in. That's for sure. You had him at snacks. <laughs> so you have the ARCA race next Friday, June twenty second. Yep. You have the Camping World Truck Race and the pre-party mm-hmm. going on Saturday, the 23rd. That's next Friday, next Saturday. GatewayMSP.com for all the ticket info, all the details on there, and see some of the upcoming events. Exactly. So we got the big IndyCar race coming back to Gateway. And I was hearing, and I think I read an article. I think, actually, Chris, you retweeted it. Maybe they're looking at doing, maybe in the future, the finale, the IndyCar finale. Like the final race of the season here at Gateway. Is oh, that wow. something that could hey, possibly happen? You can't believe everything you read on the internet, but you can retweet it, you know. Uh, and so <laughs> I'm I'm reading this article and I'm like, well, you know, maybe. So I hit the retweet button. It came from Sports Business Journal. They seem to know that everything before legit. we know about it. So, uh, <laughs> but, you know, everybody was really happy last year with what they saw because it was an incredible night. We packed the place. Oh, my God. The yeah. excitement around the whole thing. And uh, we didn't realize just how, how what an impact we made until this year. We were in uh, St. Pete for the awards banquet and and the president of indycar turns around and looks at curtis and he says and your guys nailed it with your event and they didn't call out any other racetrack anywhere in the country all they talked about was gateway that's cool so the media's kind of jumped on they've got some pretty vocal media the fans have jumped on because everybody's kind of based in the midwest they love the oval action so you never know you know we're we're open to ideas what do i have to do what do you have to do? What do I have to write a congressman? Write a congressman, you know, <laughs> uh, tell people to buy tickets to our other events. That's yes. one of the things that you know, Curtis and I have been talking about also is a lot of people get kind of complacent and they'll just take things for granted. But the more people that come to our events, the bigger impression we make. And as we're trying to get bigger events, then you know they're going to notice that. Well, and, I'll tell you not to get complacent because uh, you bought the place back in, oh, th- uh, what's it, uh, 2013? Uh, yeah, actually, two, 2011, and then we reopened in 2012. So it's uh, time's flying. And so, we, you know, we're, we've been building ever since, and but we're not think, done. Just think prior to you buying it, prior to you guys taking over, that was going to become condos. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would have knocked that whole place down. That's a true. That really, that was going to happen. I really? believe that's what I heard. Wow. That's for sure. That's what was going to happen. And and you know, that's when I stepped in and said, "Wait a second, guys. Yeah. This it, this it's not the it's not the city's fault. It's not the facility's fault. It was just circumstances that kind of uh, wound up uh, leading to that uh, that problem." So uh, I stepped in and said, "You know, we can fix this. Give me a little bit of time. Let me work on this." And now we are here. We are seven years later. Yeah, and with with an indie race. Yep. yep. With the Camping World Truck Series back, with the ARCA race back, with, uh, of course, the NHRA events that you guys, uh, you know, put on. Um, one of the things, too, that Curtis really emphasized from the very beginning was the grassroots, making sure we had stuff going every week. You know, mm-hmm. two nights ago, we had our high school drags. Uh, Patrico's niece was out yeah. there racing with us. Uh, tonight, we have Midnight Madness. So it's why we have still have the big, you know, we focus on the big events, but we also we don't lose sight of what we're doing with the, uh, the local events and try to provide that opportunity for everybody to come out and have a good time. You know, several nights a week, and now you got the dirt track across the uh, across the highway. Doing some things there. We're working on some projects for next year uh, with it. Uh, right now, our shining star really is our Cartplex, which is going. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We started out with our uh, local Ignite League uh, three years ago when the program started. They had 12 people out there racing. Mm-hmm. We had an event the other day with over 80 racers. So yeah. in such a short period of time that are buying those carts that are coming to racing. So we're seeing a lot there. And if we can grow that, that's going to just lead to bigger and better things with the other races that we do. And and Moon, Moon and I have done yeah, the, the carts. Yeah, that's so much fun. 
That's one of the things so we, we, we bring it up, you know, at the race last year when you were over there watching the race. Anytime there's a caution, we're sending people out because we want them to see the carts oh, out on yeah. the racetrack because it get, gets picked up on TV. But that's one of the things if you do come to the races and you've got somebody in your group who's a little bit antsy and they want to do something else, you send them to the cart plex. So the carts are going while the trucks are going around the oval. The carts in, in the infield are going. Oh, that's amazing. It's like Inception. There's races inside of races. Inside yeah. of races. <laughs> yeah. And other people exactly. are racing to get the drinks. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it, I tell you what, it's, it's a great time. And, and I recommend... You know, the NASCAR stuff. I know, Donnie, you want to go to the NHRA events. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm so fascinated by it, but it's just an area that I just don't know anything about. You know what I mean? I mean, I have legitimately had trouble checking air in my tire before. You know yeah. what I mean? So so I, I'm not the, the car guy, but I love, uh, I mean, I love Nobody the facility out there. Nobody can ask you to work there. on the pits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> Which is good for all parties concerned, I think. The cool thing for, uh, uh, about going to the uh, a couple of the races the past couple of years is you don't have to know a single thing about racing. You don't know what you need. need to know any names you don't need to know how the cars work you get you you get into it so quickly and you learn so quickly and then all of a sudden you're rooting passionately for somebody oh, you got your and, favorite driver oh it's so awesome my kids had their favorite within like 15 minutes and we followed them the whole the whole day it was awesome are you guys going to do any driving schools this year well, actually, we have quite a few uh, that are going on. You know, it, one of the best ways for people if they want to try to get that that process going, uh, our local SCCA group as well as our local Porsche Club group have track days, what they call driving experiences or PDXs. That's a perfect opportunity if somebody's got a new car and they want to go out and see what to do on a racetrack. Yeah. That's an opportunity they can do out there. And we have a lot of groups that come through that travel through with the, the racing series. But if, if anybody has an interest, just shoot us a to, uh, email over to info at gatewaymsp.com, and we'll uh, send you a schedule of what we got going on as far I as did driving, a driving school a couple years ago oh boy maybe i need to let the uh get the old ford fusion out there and let her let her go well they, the the um the richard petty driving school came through a couple years ago my wife for my birthday got me the experience oh, wow. oh my god yeah. dude the whole i had the you know the, the fire suit on the whole thing i drove the nascar by myself how fast do you do you get that thing going pretty fast yeah it's 120 to 140 range yeah, yeah. and you take those turns yeah, we've got a few of those coming up this fall there's gonna be some more later this summer me and you donnie that is awesome I would, I would absolutely do that. That sounds fantastic. That sounds like a challenge and a good radio station. I think so. Yeah. That, sounds I think like, so. that sounds like the shake and bake from Talladega yeah. Night. <laughs> I think a challenge accepted, Donnie. I'm in. I'm 100% in. All right, so next Friday, it's the uh, the ARCA race. Next mm -hmm. Saturday, it's the Camping World Truck Race over with, at Gateway. With Rumble Before the Roar. Don't forget that. That's the party on next Saturday. And then Saturday, August 25th, is the... Um, IndyCar. That's the big IndyCar race. And it'll have a rumble uh, with it. And don't. And we also, one thing that we did add uh, on the 24th of August, the night before the uh, IndyCar race, we're bringing the NASCAR K&N Pro Series in to be the uh -huh. headline, or the, basically to close out our Coors Light pole, pole night uh, for IndyCar qualifying. So you get to see IndyCars and stock cars. We're trying to do something to draw the stock car fans into the the world of IndyCar oh, racing. So great. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a three-ring circus for sure. And then uh, September 21st to the 23rd, you got the NHRA. Back that's, into uh, back into Gateway. That's right, and it's and again this year, uh, Courtney Force. I don't know if you're following it, but she's killing it this year in drag racing. She's won a bunch of races, and you know that's one driver you definitely want to pull for is Courtney. So, mm -hmm. yeah, daughter of the famous John Force. I don't know if you know that, Donnie. I'm sorry that I do not. You got to look him up on Wikipedia when we're done. I will do that. You'd be a fan instantly. Absolutely. So. So gatewaymsp.com for all the ticket info and the calendar of events. And I always mm -hmm. love seeing you guys. We'll see you guys at the track.
appropriate. Well, let's check in with uh, Tony Patrico, Jeff Burton on the road. Hello, fellas. Hey. Hey. What's up? Where are you guys now? We are... Uh... We're about four miles from the finish line in my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're at the uh, we're at the history museum. Oh wow, you're pretty far along. Yeah, yeah, man. We're we're doing we're doing really really well, and uh, uh, I will tell you this: that my feet have officially started to hurt. Oh no, oh, boy. boy. Okay. Well. This is this is the but but at the same time it's not like a blinding pain. I just I can feel the dogs. I can feel them. Yeah. Are we're they, about are they barking yet? Yeah. No, no, no. They're not barking. It's just uh, you know, it's uh. Your feet, your feet are going, hey, I'm walking 15 yeah, miles. Yeah, my, my feet are going, yo, bro, this has been three miles. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. All right, so I'm looking at the uh, interactive map here at 1057thepoint.com slash the walk, and it looks like Patrico is right in the middle of a fountain. <laughs> yeah, I, would, yeah, I would love for that to be the truth. It's the fountain right in front of the, uh, the history museum. So, yeah, it's right here by us, but we can't. They told us we cannot take a dip. <laughs> I would dip. love to dip right in there. I would love to dip out and dip in there. Listen, I can't thank enough Big River Running Company and Captain Jim. Absolutely. And uh, West Alton, thank you guys for helping us out. <laughs> we got some great photos coming in. Oh, yeah. Have, have people been coming oh, up guys, to you? It, yeah, man. Speaking of great, I mean, Riz Show listeners and their families have been out here. A lot of construction guys have stopped and, and tried to grab my ass. Riz, uh, you, uh -huh. you would love this. So every time a giant truck drives by, they hit the horn. Jeff has had to change his undies at least yeah. six times. Have any of you changed your socks yet? No, I actually, I actually literally just said to Jeff, I was like, I wonder if I should change my socks soon. And he said, it's pretty early. But at the same time, I did bring four pairs of socks, so uh, I prepared. But uh, we'll see. This is like changing I'm just the tires. One sock. How is the heat, guys? So far, you know, it's really not that bad, Donnie. But Good. you know, we're coming out of like Riz was mentioned earlier, a lot of uh, tree cover. Uh -huh. yeah. So we're not under the tree cover right now, and I can tell, and we can tell that when we're when we're on what was it, olive? That's going to be really, really bad. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be scorching. And, and I can oh. I can feel the temperature rising as well. Yes. Like uh, yeah. the morning cool is uh, going bye bye, and it's starting to get a little hot. Yeah, right, we it need did. to get out of here. Actually, we need to go. <laughs> it did delay a little bit, though. You guys had a solid two hours where the uh, temperature only fluctuated yeah. two degrees. So, I mean, you lucked out. It's pretty uh, good. Listen, let's let them go. Yeah. Uh, check in before. Yeah, we're get, we're getting booted, guys. All right, check in right before ten o'clock. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Sounds All right, good. Start Thanks, walking. Man. There they are. The boys walking. Who's bo who's booting them? Probably the history the, museum. They're in front of the history museum. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, wait a second. Who are those guys? Oh, we recognize Jerf. Get him out of here. He's not allowed <laughs> in the park. It's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. Crap on Celebrities brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Uh, Disney's Pixar, Disney Pixar's Incredibles 2 has broken Fandango's record for pre-sales of an animated film. The previous record was held by 2016's Finding Dory. Uh, tracking has the Brad Bird film opening between 125 and 140 million this weekend. The first Incredibles made 486 million in North America and a billion dollars worldwide. It's amazing how long it took for this sequel to come out. It, it, it for real, it is. But uh, you know what? They got our money. They got seven Fandangos tomorrow night for the IMAX showing at uh, at Ronnie's. Was there so. a reason why it took so long? I, I, from what I understand, and and this could could be wrong, but I don't think that the writer like they had any initial interest in doing it. 
Like I, I, I just don't think that there was people that the people that made the film were wanting to do another one. Was but like I think Craig the, T. Nelson was too busy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, but I think people kept asking and asking and asking, and here we are. Are you going to see it, Moon? I haven't seen the first one. Real? Oh, no. It's awesome. It's good. And that's the thing. It's my it's kids' good. favorite. All, all my kids have seen it. They're all like, oh, it's it's the best one. Maybe it's the best Disney Pixar ever. No, I don't think it's the no, no, no. <sighs> it, it always ranks Pixar? up. Nah, it's not the best, but it's really, I really mean, good. It's remember, one of our favorites. The last list that I read about Pixar, or the last li- ri- uh, list that Jeff read on Crap on Celebrities, ranking them one to whatever, 400, Incredibles was number one. How could that be better than Toy Story? Yeah, see, I wouldn't I put know. it better than Toy Story. Just telling you, it's but it, it, it it would be in my it would probably be in my top five. Oh, it, it, absolutely, it, it's definitely one that when when my Dexter wants to watch it, I'm like, oh yeah, you can watch it out in the living room. You know what I mean? We'll put it on the big screen. Yeah, we're we're gonna see it. They'll get the Riz money too. Huh? Probably a Monday. I'll catch up on it because I think it's on Netflix now or it's on Amazon or somewhere. I'll catch up on it. You know, it usually they pull it. those things off Netflix and Hulu and Amazon prior to to make you buy them yeah. separately. That's fine. We still had the original copy of of the DVD that I bought for my oldest, who's now about to turn eighteen. Mm-hmm. That he loved it when when he was a kid. Loved it. Yeah. So we've huh. been able to keep that one in good shape. Dude, Pixar's probably. crushing it. Crushing it. You got the Toy okay. Story coming out. I probably wish, next year. I wish I'd invested in '98. Yeah. Do my so my youngest son uh, is now into trying to find the. Um, the eggs. Oh, the Easter eggs. The yeah. Easter eggs in all the Pixar movies. He's obsessed with it. So, like, he can't wait to see the movie tomorrow night. Not only because he wants to see it, yeah. but he can't wait to see My all the other the stuff. Way. It's great. He does that with the Avenger movies and Star Wars. All the Easter eggs. Yeah, and when he sees them, he's like, yeah. like he almost can't <laughs> even speak. He's so excited. Well, in theaters this weekend, you got Incredibles 2. Obviously, that's going to win. 95% critics, 95% audience. Tag is a movie with Jeremy Renner. This looks pretty good, too. Critics, 61%. Uh, audience 77%. And here's the here's the, the the synopsis for that movie. For one month every year, five highly competitive friends hit the ground running for a no-holds-barred game of tag they've been playing since the first grade. Huh. Interesting concept. All right. And then you also have this movie Gotti, that John Gotti finally coming out, John Travolta as John Gotti. Audience 87%, critics 0%. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Savage. Your crappy birthdays, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, MPH, 45. Leah Remini is 48. Ice Cube, baby, 49. Mm-hmm. Helen Hunt is 55. Jim Belushi, 64. Kendrick Lamar, 31. John Cho, that's Harold from the uh, Harold and Kumar movies. He's 46. Uh, Will Forte, 48. Venus, uh, Venus Williams is 38. Today's Burton birthday of the day. True living legend. He is the man behind the songs. Mandy, I write the songs, Copacabana, and much more. Barry Manilow is... 75 years young. All right, your porno birthday brought to you by Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet. It's a good one. Mary Carey. And today's birthday girl loves sex so much that she tried to get into politics. She ran for uh, California governor. She just wants to continue screwing people. But mostly famous for 115 fine films, including Asses in the Air, Volume 4. She was in Carpet Patrol. She was in Double Airbags. She was in Run, Mary, Run. She was in When the Boys Are Away, The Girls Will Play, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Vaginitarians. <laughs> Mary Carey is 38 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthdays. That's your crap on celebrities. This is the Rizzuto Show. All right. And then we got one final thing to do before we get out of here. And then I'm going to hit the old dusty trail with uh, 
with Jeff and Tony. I know Moon's going to join us out there, too, at some point today. But, uh, Donnie, thank you for oh, man. hanging out, helping us out today. Love love being in here. It's the fastest three hours that I'll have all day today. It really that's, was. Uh, it really uh, was quick. That's for sure. You got. You say you're uh, joining uh, the, the guys on the Dusty Trail. No, you're not. You're joining them in your air-conditioned vehicle. <laughs> you're going to yeah. get out. You're going to say hello. And then you're going to get back in I'll that air-conditioned I'll walk a little bit. Maybe the final 100 yards. <laughs> I'm like, boy, I'm tired. Chariots of fire music as they as they cross of the course. finish line. Yeah, of course. we're all running slow mo. Uh, let's get those real or fake results. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds, Elmer fuds and bouncing boogas, sweater stretchers, lung protectors, beach umbrellas, frost detectors. Scooby snacks and snake eyes dice, jello molds and high beam lights. Every day I probably use 99 words for booze. All right, yeah. All right, here we go, folks. Time for the real or fake results. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. Patrico and Jeff serving out their punishment, the walk of shame punishment. They are uh, about three hours into their trek. Approaching the loop as we speak. Approaching Del Mar. <laughs> More than a third of the way through uh, through their journey to the Hubbard Building on Olive and Creve Corps City Place. But here are the results for this competition so far. Myself, Patrico, and Moon, nine points. Jeff and King Scott, six points. Everybody was locked out last week. So it's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you are wrong, regardless of your other picks. So for dramatic purposes, Donnie, we will do 3-2-1 as the order. The reveal results. Where are you going, Moon? Are you going over there? Switching mics, is that for luck? <laughs> I need all the luck I can get. I do, right. not, I do not want to lose this. All right. Yeah, Moon just switched microphones. Sorry, just I was switching computers, and it's... All right, so uh, photo number three, it's... I mean, these are giant bazooms. It's a close-up. And I think she's wearing some kind of corset. Would you describe it that way, Moon? Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's a bit confusing. All right, we've all gone real, except for King Scott. King Scott is on Fake Island. I can't believe it. I mean, I guess I can believe King it. King Scott is... is on Fake Island. This right here is Patrico's Lock of the Week. Oh, wow. So Patrico's Lock of the Week at real. King Scott is fake. Donnie Fandango, photo number three, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 56% went fake. Listeners, incorrect. They're real. That's right, baby. Whew. Whew. I'll take a real there. That feels good. All right, Patrico got two points there. All right, he's 11. I'll take 10. Something's going right for Patrico today. Moon's got 10. Jeff's got 7. Now King Scott is in last place by himself. Thanks. All right, now on to photo number two. It's a woman in a tight shirt. It looks like, um, is that a tank top? Um, Yeah, I, th- I think it is. Th- this whole week... Well, every week is stressful, but this whole week was stressful because I, I feel like there was movement going on. You know what I mean? In every picture? 
just about, yeah. I mean, it, no, nobody's made it easy in, in a number of weeks. Well, those, those puppies are, are stretching out that top, and she may be pulling the top down just a little bit to give us a little peek of the cleave. So we're all real on photo number two, King Scott's Lock of the Week. If these are fake, this is devastating for King Scott. Devastating. So we're all real. King Scott's Lock. Donnie Fandango, photo number two, real or fake? All right, uh, gentlemen, uh, 68% of the listeners went real. Listeners are wrong. They're fake. Wow. Wow. (gasps) Wow. Oh, for two. King Scott, locked out. All right, and finally, photo number one, it's a uh, woman in a, uh, I don't know if it's a jean jacket, a jean, a denim shirt, but she's got the, uh, the buttons undone. This is and, the sexy Canadian tuxedo, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you could see a lot here. We had to actually pixelate out the nips. Both sides. We've all gone real. My lock, Moon's lock, Jeff Burton's lock for photo number one. All real. I'm locked. Moon's locked. Jeff's locked. If these are fake, Tony Patrico, the only one to get points. And he will take the lead by himself. All right, Donnie Fandango, photo number one, real or fake? Well, this one wasn't a tough one for listeners. 91% went real. Listeners, correct. Yeah, all right. Oh. All right. All right, 12 points for me. 12 points for Patrico. 12 points for Moon. Burton, nine points. King Scott. Dude. Locked out. First official round, and he's hitting the pole. Locked out. Somewhere Jeff Burton is rejoicing. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime! <laughs> what it is is what it is. Why don't you put that on your good morning, Missouri? <laughs> Wake up broadcast, bitch. Let me clear my... T- All right, Donnie Fandango next. Thanks, Donnie, again for uh, helping us out. No, I'm happy, to, happy to, uh, to, to do it. And the guys can check in whenever. I mean, I hope that they'll continue to check in. I'm sure they will. Good. The boys are, uh, where are they right now? They're about to the loop, it looks like. They are, let's see if they're officially on Del Mar yet. They are, well, they're on Skinker, for sure, approaching Del Mar. Approaching, approaching the loop to make a left onto Del Mar and continue their journey. They're getting close, but on that last check-in, uh, Patrico was talking about how his dogs are barking. He's starting to feel his feet. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, I think they just crossed the four-mile marker. So that means they got around 10 miles to go. All right. Follow them on the interactive map, 1057thepoint.com slash the walk. All right, Donnie, next we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Veronica Dunlop one more time from Waterloo. Yeah, Veronica. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.